Two Faces Radio. Hey, this is Jonathan Tyler. This is Bill Sheffield. This is Connor Christian. Hi, this is Tinsley Ellis. Hey, I'm Eric Von Hessler. Hey, this is Kevin Kitty from Driving a Crime. And you're listening to Two Faces Radio. You're listening to Two Faces Radio. You're listening to Two Faces Radio. Two men. <laughs> My name is Ira Malkin. Two microphones. That's Brian McClenney yes. over there. One internet source. <laughs> Two Faces Radio is... Two Faces Radio, the best podcast ever. Right, all, all right, right, all right. right. Here we are. Better late than never is the motto this year. Jesus. Better but late than never. That's, Hair. That's debatable. Metal. Come on, everybody. Madness! Cinco. Here we are. Hair Metal Cinco. Madness 5, boys and girls. Welcome back. Get Ooh. your um, spandex out. Get your hairspray ready. Get your neon green guitars. <laughs> get your neon green guitars. Line V's. Get your headbands and uh, everything uh, gaudy and disgusting from the 80s. Get it all ready because <laughs> we are ready this year in Hair Metal Madness 5 to tell you who is the greatest hair, hair metalist, metalist. Uh, term coined by Tim Butler. <laughs> Copyrights Tim Butler. 2014. I'll Inc. take full credit for that. <laughs> Turbo Tim Butler. The greatest hair medalist of all time. It has come to this, boys and girls. Not of this year. Not of last year. Not even of three or maybe even four or five years ago. We're talking all, all time. time. All time. Hair medalist. Hair medalist. Not greatest hair Should medalist. Should we kind of explain that further or is that self-explanatory? I would, I would yeah. like in my fantasy world... Of people completely understanding everything that we do. Yeah. <laughs> which probably doesn't exist anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then everybody knows what a hair metalist is. But I guess we are looking for it's the a, people uh, that, would you say, personify exactly. the greatest examples of the what, living of what hair metal is. The living embodiment, embodiment of hair, hair metal. metal. Well, that makes a lot of sense. There you go. And I'm we glad. are mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> mad about metal. We're mad about mad, it. Mad, well, It's madness. Mad, man. All right. Madness takes control. I will give you, I will allow you. Yes. Seven minutes of introduction. I was thinking about it earlier. Seven was a good it's number. Seven minutes of introduction. Well, ten seemed too long and five seemed too short. <laughs> and then we will get right the fuck into it. What do you think? Listen. Let's just say this. Let's we've just get got, right into it. We've got right. four debatable re- regions. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> we've got the high-pitch whale region, the finger gymnastics region, the spinning sticks region, and the wannabe region. Wannabe. The wannabe. The bass players who wannabe. Wannabe guitar players. Guitar players. The I'm going to player. put in drummers as well. And yeah, you can throw drummers. I've in seen there. that a lot. I have but a question, I've Brian. got their 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 region is devoted to the spinning sticks. I see. See what I'm saying? I was trying to actually. You know what? The bass players want to be guitar players. The drummers usually want to be, be the lead singers. singers. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You got. They've me got there. the LSD. Uh, uh, yeah. LSD. LSD. Lead singer. Lead singer disease. Disease. Yeah. <laughs> so we LSS. have four regions. We've got four regions. Yeah. How many hair medalists in each region, Brian? 
There are 16 hair metalists in each region. Oh, Jesus, this is going to take 16 times 4 would be 64. Right. There's 64 Which hair metalists. To the 64 teams in your typical uh, March a- Madness. NCAA March bracket. Madness tournament. Yes. Now, are we going to tell people that this is June? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we'll just let them think that they found this too late. Okay. You know? So we're going to pretend so that this like is April. March. Okay. It's April. It's uh, March, you know? actually. April. UConn. Quite. My team just yeah. won the national championship. Oh. God bless America. You don't have to bring that it's back. It's been a good year for my sports teams, but we won't have to get into that. I will not digress. So we've got our 64 hair medalists, and um, all right, you know what? You always digress. And I'm not digressing. I've now caused you to digress. I, w- I refuse to follow that digress alley. But you've already followed it. I didn't. You did. We're not talking about hair metal madness anymore. We're talking about digressing. Digressing. <laughs> digression. <laughs> Have we reached seven minutes true. yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we're not going through all the rankings. We'll just do them as we go through. Basically, how it worked was we chose 64 uh, artists from yeah. the hair metal genre. Yeah. Uh, that we felt in some way or another personified uh, were a good example of what the embodiment of hair metal was in one way or many and ways. Brian seated them. Himself. Well, can we define that? I randomly seated can them. Can we define that? Well, what we was? just said. What would be the ultimate hair metalist? Well, you, you well, okay. No, we said that already. The guy who in, in, uh, well, embodies, embodies. You got to have the look. You got to have the look. You got to have the attitude. You got to have the attitude. You got to have the swagger. Oh, media presence. You got to have a media presence. Media People presence. Know who you are. A stage presence. Stage presence. You got to have the hair. You got to strut that w- it. That would go with the uh, look. I mean, it, it is. It, I would love to say that we have been so careful as to categorize I would, everything. I would also say but that, I think that, that to be a true hair medalist, you would have to be. Somewhat flamboyant in your yes. per- in your performance. I think the stage presence that, yeah. that, that I, I think people will get what we're going for here. So well, you that's know, what I'm maybe thinking. some people did. Well, I, they will I, get I, it. I feel once better we get about into those the, people now. I like the discussion. I think it's worthy of discussion. But we only and I think you're minutes. right. It's um, it's just everything. It's basically rock and roll excess over the top at all times. With Unabashedly. A of, with a lot of hairspray. <laughs> with a lot of hairspray. It's 80s hair metal. Now let's do it. Right? If you don't know, then you don't know. If you right? don't know, don't show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reset care. just for a second. You're do listening it. to Two Faces Radio. Oh, man. We haven't seen you in a while. Or, her, or you know. Yeah. Heard you haven't seen us. You haven't heard us in a while. Heard us in a while. But um, I don't know what to say about that. I haven't heard us in a while either. And maybe you won't hear us for a while again. <laughs> it's possible. But... <laughs> You're hearing us now. It's great to be back, and I'm glad you tuned back in. This is our fifth year doing Hair Metal Madness, and uh, we hope they're hearing us. What if it? If you're is, listening on our website, three. If you know listen, what? Well, if it's just us three, if then it's just, it's just us three, three actually here. But I have to say, I have to say this though, Tim. I right. feel like we really, yes, we're a little late coming to the party on this one. You know, it's it's taken us a while to get it together. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's been ready to go. For a while. Well, since March. Since March. But we've had some, you know, troubles 
scheduling. Yes, scheduling. scheduling. But I feel like we're really doing this for our hardcore. We have some people that are hardcore listeners and fans that, oh, bullshit. you know. We're doing this for come us. On. Come on. Come on. <laughs> There's some people that have inquired about where's your mental madness. Of course. So I feel, you know, we've made sure that it happened. Sure. For the many or the few. Right. Doesn't matter. All right, listen, I just wanted to get into formalities just for a second. Yes. If you're listening on our website, Two Faces Radio, uh, or on Podbean, you can certainly go to iTunes and download our, our podcasts, all of our past podcasts, all of our past hair metal madness tournaments in the last five years. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes, go to our Facebook page or our website. You can see pictures of our past brackets, of our current bracket. You can follow along with us. Do we have the current bracket? It's not posted? up yet, but okay. by the time well, anybody's yes. listening, if they're to listening it. now, it'll be up because I'm okay. going to put it up there. Beautiful. Uh, so and you, you can follow. We along. do have a picture of the blank bracket that they could. Uh, yes. Go to our Facebook page. You'll find something. Okay. I don't know. There's nothing up there right now as I'm speaking. Okay, he has an extra one. <laughs> I didn't say it in the mic, <laughs> so that no one would hear it. Ira. <laughs> oh, good. All right, my formalities are over. Let's get started. Let's get started. Hit that gypsy road to the final four. In our high pitch whale bracket region, excuse me, we are starting with the number one seed against the number 16 seed, the number one seed, Bobby Dahl of Poison, up against bass Tom Kiefer. Bass player of Poison. Bass player of Poison. Up against Tom Kiefer, the... Lead singer of Cinderella. Lead singer, lead guitar player, lead songwriter, lead everything. Why don't we just call it, as it is, Tom Kiefer, who is Cinderella. Tom Kiefer, a.k.a. Cinderella. Cinderella. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the singer of the uh, theme song. That's right. Yes. We can't officially say that Gypsy Road is our theme song, though. Can I go first? For legal reasons. Sure. Absolutely. Well, let's just say this. For those of you who may be new, um, basically how we do this is we've got all these uh, artists. We took 64 hair medalists. We seated them completely randomly. I literally pulled their names out of a hat, seated them. I did all the the ones, the twos, the threes, the six, you know, all the way to 16. And now we've got these matchups. And now, basically, there's three of us in here, so it's majority rules. That's right. how we if, do it. If you've ever done a March Madness, you know what we're talking about. And, and yeah, we're just going to be a March uh, Madness knocking bra- them off. A March Madness bracket. Yeah. All right. Are you going first on this one? So I'll Tim's going to start us one. off. Yes. Do it, Tim. Bobby Doll, Tom Kiefer. I love Tom Kiefer and Cinderella, but. Really? But. Holy shit. But. Right off the bat. Tom Kiefer. He's fucking with us. No, no, no. Tom Kiefer, if you remember, he would always try to pass himself off as, as well, you know, we're we're more of a Stones type group. (laughs) You know, we don't really, you know, we're more of a blues rock band. Bullshit. You never heard anything like that from Bobby Dahl. No one ever put a mic in Bobby Dahl's face, for one thing. But (laughs) Bobby Dahl would never, ever have denied his hair metalness. So there, for that. that reason, for that reason, for me, Tim. Bobby Dahl is a better hair medalist than Tom Kiefer mm. because he never tried to pretend to be something else. He may have swayed me. Tim, I, I don't need to be swayed. I am right on your bandwagon. Really? Cinderella. Do I like Cinderella more? Yes. There's not a contest. I do. Do I like Tom Kiefer more? Yes. yes. 
do I think Tom Kiefer's the more talented, more do I like the songs that he wrote? But uh, there's no contest. But exactly. when it comes to the greatest hair medalist of all time, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Tom Kiefer was always shunning that spotlight. Would you agree with me that a true hair medalist would never deny never. his hair medal? A true right, hair let's, medalist. Let's go for how he was perceived, though. I mean, you see Tom Kiefer in the videos, and all you see is the huge black hair. I agree. That's true. flamboyant clothing. That's true. There but you was. look at Bobby Dahl in the videos. I mean, Tom Kiefer's got him beat as far as... Well, Bobby Dahl but had, Bobby Dahl Bobby had the Dahl, makeup. He, he had yeah, the, he Think had the about the going. makeup on that first album cover. You he looked like a chick. He looked like a chick. I mean, Poison took it almost to the nth degree yeah. right out of the gate. He had the flamboyant look and performance. Yeah. They both and had I would, that. I would they probably... Both had that. I would actually say, though, that Bobby Dahl had a tough place because... He was in a band where, let's face it, spoiler spoiler alert, every member of Poison is on this <laughs> list, is in this contest. Well, why'd you have to give it away? You just <laughs> ruined what, it for that's me. That's what a spoiler is. That's a spoiler alert. Yeah. So, you know, even the least hair metal in Poison is still more hair metal than many others. You <laughs> know, I true. mean, that's the thing. And I, and I, I know what you're saying is 100% right. He would never have shunned or, or uh, you know, tried to uh, turn down that spotlight of no, being that no. hair metal right. person. So that, that wraps gotta, up. Even if I didn't agree with you guys, it, it's going Bobby Doll. Is, is that what? Uh, yeah. it's, it's going Bobby Doll. But, but I, I but get what, what you're. What, what, what's your what? opinion on that? Well, I guess I agree. I mean, Tom Kiefer is definitely more in the spotlight and definitely thought of. If you're thinking of hair metal, you would think of Tom Kiefer over Bobby Dahl. But uh, well, what what did you think about that when Tom Kiefer used to come out with that? Well, uh, we're we're a blues rock band. Well, I mean, to I be mean, honest, it, for I never me, thought of I never thought of them as a blues rock band. I mean, come on, no, right? No, you didn't. But I mean, there was a part of me that even back in those days understood that there was a little bit something more legitimate to what Cinderella was doing versus what Poison was doing. I mean, yeah, listen, maybe I've, so. I've, I, never I made it, I've never made it a secret that I don't like I, Poison. I, I get but that, I also know but, how to do the tournament. You know what I mean? But still, the, the, the sound and presentation was 100% hair metal. Yeah, but I mean, and listen, you start that, your second CD off. for him to CD say that off, it wasn't was kind of silly. But when you start your second CD off with a slide guitar... But if we do ten minutes on each one, slide of these acoustic guys, it's guitar. Take us forever to get through this. Oh yeah, True. No, we're, yeah. we're only getting through. All right, one we're region. moving on. We're yeah. moving on. All right, so we're done. But I, I will just say that, like, when you start your second CD off with a slide acoustic guitar, you All know right. you're trying to I'm just, show that you're more than just a hair metal. I'm just band. going by public perception with that one. Right, I got gotcha. you. Know, um, if you're thinking hair metal big name hair metal guys big name hair metal guys tom Kiefer is out there man. is one of the biggest yeah you know I, mean? I agree with you he so is. that's a tough one but i get what you're saying so bobby doll moves on bobby doll holy shit I, 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 that's like an upset right well i mean upset. it's an upset not by the numbers but it is an upset <laughs> by the name star quality you know star what quality. i think it also says that we're taking this shit seriously <laughs> fuck you tom Kiefer. you don't want to be a hair medalist you know what, you're not a hair medalist you know what buddy. a lot of people are Out saying about us right now that we're a bunch of fucking idiots <laughs> and, you, and you know what i you know what i would say to tom Kiefer? you just lost to Bobby Dahl. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll say, well, good, man, because we're a blues rock. We're, 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 we're a blues, blues rock, rock, rock band, band anyway. Man. We're more like the 
Stones. All right, yeah. moving on. We're like, the, we're like the part of matchup. the solution and not part of the problem. All right, moving on to our finger gymnastics region, the next one versus 16 seed. We have got one. Uh, where the heck am I? Uh, oh, Rob Halford and number 16, Duff McKagan of Guns and wow. Roses. Nice. You're on it, baby. I'm trying. We'll see I how mean, we'll see how well it can last. impress me. Yeah. Listen, it's good enough for a rubber to tug. Let's just say that. <laughs> why, why don't you go first this time, Andre? Start us off, Ira. Duff, what? well, you could. It's almost the same. Wait, Tammy Down is from where again? No, uh, this is uh, oh. Rob Halford. Rob, Rob Halford. 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 Judas I'm Priest. looking at uh, sorry, lead sorry. singer of Judas Priest, Rob Halford. Right. Okay, okay, and bass player. So another lead singer versus a bass player here. This is tough, man. This is a tough one. You know, Judas Priest, I don't even consider a hair metal band. He didn't have hair. He didn't have hair, and they were just too early. They were definitely metal. They are one of those bands that have been a little tricky in the past. But also, do you you really consider Guns N' Roses to be a hair metal? Guns N' Roses has the same thing as Cinderella. You know, it's Tim and I. We're a rock and roll band, man. Tim and I, not to be, not to be, uh, you know, going against the motto of the show, but just in general conversations at times recently have talked about Guns N' Roses and talked about how a lot of people give credit to Nirvana and those grunge bands for knocking off the hair metal scene. But really, Guns N' Roses was the beginning of that. That's true. If you remember Appetite coming out, everybody was like, oh, damn, you know. Well, except for the Welcome to the Jungle video. Except for that one video, yeah. That was the shot across the hair metal bow. Yeah, it was. I wish that I had a permanent video of your face and the sincerity of you espousing. Espousing. That that gem. Hey, I told you I'm taking hair metal knowledge. I I told you. I I am with you. All right. Well, this is uh, this is me. I'm going with Duff just because. I don't know. even though Rob Halford was the lead singer of Priest, I just cannot consider Priest a, a hair metal band. They're just too metal metal to me. All right, can I go next? Yes. I All totally right. disagree. While I, while I do agree that Rob Halford is not really a hair metal singer, but he definitely is a metal singer. Sure. You know, he is the, uh, what, what, what's he called? There's some nickname for him. It's not the voice of metal, but what are they? What? Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Does he have a nickname? Yeah. Like a, like he's known as something, something? like the whale, like the, uh, the there's metal some, whaler, the metal there's something. Yeah. yeah well, anyway, but anyway, we're 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 uh, a non Google. He, he has always held true. We're live without to an his metal status. Yeah. And his a um, lot of leather, a lot of spikes, a lot of leather, a lot of. Um, and a lot of the hair metal singers tried to emulate him with that high pitched whale Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. So he was very influential with the other singers. Uh huh. And whatever he was, however you perceive him, whether it be a classic rocker, classic metalist, hair metalist, he never tried to present himself as anything other than what he was. Hardcore to what he did, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Duff McKagan, on the other hand, uh-huh. wrote a financial column for the Seattle Times. <laughs> And every time he puts a bet, what the fuck? Yeah, he did. Okay, and also in Playboy magazine, you know, because I only read the articles. But um, 
So I read Duff's articles, <laughs> and um, he wrote he he wrote articles in there as well. I think he we was, are officially Duff tonight made, changing Duff, the name of this show to Three Faces Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Duff also made a fortune in the big real real estate debacle back in the mortgage. I heard about that, that shit. Yeah. Really? He was on the right side of that. He was one of the guys who predicted so it. what you're saying is he's too smart to be a hair medalist. And not only is he too smart to be a hair medalist, <laughs> but number two, whenever he does his solo bands, you guys know this, yeah. he always says, ah, we're a punk band. Punk band. Always yeah. punk. It's always, always punk. punk. Yeah. The word metal does not come out of his yeah, mouth. It's true. Therefore, Rob, Rob Halford is a greater mm. hair medalist, even though he's not a hair medalist, but he is a medalist. I All think right. he beats Duff McGagan. I'm gonna. I'll be brief. I think interestingly, both of You're these guys. You're talking about a lot of shit he did after Guns N' Roses, though. Are we? Aren't we supposed to be talking about shit they did while they were? No, we're talking about who's the greater hair so, medalist. Yeah, I guess, I and guess I you're think right. We have to look at the entire career, their, their entire body, okay. I, the entire body I of think work. There's one interesting thing about both of these guys. I think both of them are sort of, in one way or another, thrust into he that said. scene more than embrace that scene as far as the hair metal scene i know what you're saying halford was always true to his music and what they did but maybe never really considered hair metal duff in the same way real true to what he did but both of them were sort of thrust into those scenes more than um sort of were trying to be representative. Of I can see scenes. that. You but, know what I'm saying? But let me ask you. But this. in a different way. Don't you think Duff tried harder to break away from that scene? And I do. I agree that he definitely tried to break harder away. Now I will say this: there's there's a balance on both sides. You know, when you look at Halford, he's got the voice, and you know he had the leather, and he was true to that music, and whatever that was. I feel like he was a little bit more true to that than Duff had the whole rock and roll hair metal complete excess thing going on that they all had going on in Guns N' Roses. So again, whether intentional or unintentional, they both had some things that really made them a part of that hair metal scene. I think I have to also lean a little bit more towards Halford because I think they got lumped in a little bit more with that 80s metal thing, whereas GNR, again, I think were the shot across the bow. Uh, that was the beginning of the everybody, end. Everybody that listened to hair metal, you know, che- yes. even cheesy You're hair right. metal, listened more to Guns N' Roses than they did to Priest, though, I would say. That's the, true. The, but, you know, the people that were listening to Warren the cheesy and, metal, yeah. and we're not, Poison were listening more to Guns N' Roses than they were listening we're, to we're not, But I think as We're an not age talking factor. about Guns N' Roses versus Judas Priest. We're You're talking right. about Duff against Rob Halford. You're right. You're All right. right. Okay. I'm, I'm, and, start, and, I'm, I'm trying to get used to this whole and, new and Duff, <laughs> Duff <laughs> category pro- here. Probably theme. more than any other Guns N' Roses In guy. Gun- well, no, not more than Izzy. But we'll get to Izzy, well, Izzy at another never, time. Izzy, Izzy never said anything. We're not talking about Izzy. True. You know, Izzy never made a Izzy. comment about anything. Yeah. Izzy Izzy's just kind of went away. Too. <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta lean but, towards Rob Halford. But Duff I really did try to move, move away from the metal scene as much as he could. Therefore, he would not Where be are you, Ira? Did you make your vote? Yeah, I said Duff, but... Oh, you said Duff. Okay. And you said Halford. And you're saying No, Halford. you said Duff or Halford. You said Halford. Yeah, I, and I'm I saying said, Halford. I, I said so yeah. Halford. All right. Halford. All right. Rob Halford. Move him on. Is, is, is there a union for medalists? Seems like it should be. 
Like electricians, plumbers, and metalists. Doesn't that sound right? Metalist. <laughs> Metal worker. All right, I'm circling, I'm circling Rob Halford, correct? Yeah. Or this, this just, is not a highlighter. This is like a it's, marker. It's a marker. No you, yeah. no, you just move Halford over to the next bracket. Yeah, I'm doing both. I'm highlighting oh, and then see. I'm writing. Yeah. Oh, you need, so a, you need a pen. Money. Take a pen. Just write, then just write them in. This is too much work. Just write the winners in. And I really do like as you write. As you write, I'll announce the next magic. We are moving over. Oh, this is a nice one here. The spinning sticks region. Number one, sixteen seed. Number one, our ever debated David Lee Roth. I didn't even realize DLR was on here against number sixteen, Mister Mark Slaughter. Couple of lead singers. Going tete-a-tete. Why don't you go first this time, Brian? Okay. I will. This one's tough for me. (laughs) Wow! This is a difficult one because we've always had a problem where we've always said Van Halen, uh uh-uh, not hair metal. But we're not talking about Van Halen. But David Lee Roth, solo, beyond, he definitely embraced the whole scene. Listen. Mark Slaughter, to me, I never really grabbed onto Slaughter. They were towards the end. They, mm-hmm. I feel like came on in the 90s. David Lee Roth, maybe more than anyone that broke off from his band or whatever the situation may be. In the same way that Kiss, we always said, really embraced the 80s metal. Even I feel like David Lee Roth band. was already very, you know, the stage presence, his flamboyant attitude. The, the constant, uh, you know, metaphors and this and that in his speech. You know, well, I well, think he's ask, an ultimate Well, just any of those 80s videos is just... Uh, right. Can I, can I ask you a question about David? Would you say that possibly David was uh, very much a hair medalist way before his bandmates A pioneer. Were? Even a in pioneer? 19, in 1997, I don't think right. the rest of Van Halen... 1987, were, right. I yeah. mean, 1977. 77, yes. I think in 1977, David was already sort of becoming a hair metalist. I, I, I don't I, know. I, I feel like he Eddie might was be starting the, to... He might be the first hair metalist. He's a, he's a pioneer, I think. Well, and that's why, really, I thought we weren't going to put Dave on this list, no? No. I mean, we, we He was definitely we a hair we metalist put, because when you look at his yeah. 1987 work, like oh, yeah. Skyscraper no, and all I, that I, stuff... Because I, I thought it was unfair because he could probably take this whole thing. Well, he can, you know. Well, can I mean, we do this? Can we just say that there's no contest to this one? It's I, I think it's got to be David Lee Roth. I mean, I he's definitely different. a pioneer. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, David Lee Roth. J- just so we can keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. There's right. no way Mark Slaughter beats David Lee Roth at anything. <laughs> and as Mark Slaughter would say, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Flat of the angels, Slaughter. Flat of the angels, baby. Sorry, Mark. Well, that moves us down to the wannabe region. And we've got, oh, another good one here. Number one, verse 16. Number one, C.C. DeVille. The guitarist that studied studied at uh, NYU under, um, somebody help me out, uh, under Itzhak Perlman. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, did you ever... fall for that no way uh, against number 16 Klaus mine now we will rock you like hurricane the lead singer of, of scorpions 
Yeah. Hello, hello America, to you. We rock you like hurricane tonight. So an interesting matchup here, I say. It is. You know, scorpions always hold a, a little soft spot in my heart. I know, but... But, um, Iris, start this one off. Kick it off. Why? You keep coming to me. We're just going around. I'll start it. You started the last oh, one. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No. I started the last one. No. No, did Ira I? did. Oh, Ira did. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, one. But I start. Ten. No, I started. I started the first one, Bobby Doll. I, I think it's kind of simple to me. Yeah. Okay. I, I I love scorpions, too. started the next one. Okay. I started the third one. But this, this could be a blanket one. statement gotcha. for me. Anybody in poison is going to trump anybody in this. <laughs> it's got to be. It's Klaus, no. Klaus doesn't even have hair. He really doesn't. He's bald. So and, I'm going to be a hair medalist. And he they, doesn't have the look. Yeah. He's got a great voice. Yeah. I, I will say this, that he, when he was on that metal show, they asked him what the best era of the Scorpions was. Era. You know, because they, they had, <laughs> era. <laughs> he had a good, <laughs> they had a great First Ebra in the seventies. Yeah. True, they were a classic rock. They were a successful band already. I don't think they had the American appeal yet, but they were a successful band in in Europe. And then they moved into the eighties and really kind of you know took over America. Um, and then they continued on in the nineties. And he, he even he agreed that the eighties was their time. But I agree. I, they were, you know. You can't hold a candle to anybody in Poison. But at the same time, one thing that we have to think about is talent. CC didn't have a lot of talent. Not loaded. And um, I liked CC. I did too. But he got a lot of shit. But I liked his. Klaus was probably one of the more. I studied under Isaac Perlman at NYU. He'd be rolling over in his grave. Sorry, is he dead? I don't know why it came out the way it did, but I can't play like that. Look, and not only is. CC Klaus, though, is the most talented. hair metal in all of Poison. I'd, I'd say right now. I, well, you know, I don't want to. That's re- up for let's debate not, later. I don't want to jump too ahead, but I let, feel like we could wrap this up. Hold quickly. on, though. Let's just say, but but a Klaus, final four. If they were all in different divisions, which I don't even know if they're different regions, a final four with Poison could have happened. You know, <laughs> I just want to make the point that this one is actually closer than you think because Klaus, he definitely trumps him in talent. And CC got up to almost 300 pounds at one time, which wow. a hair medalist just doesn't do. Well, right, yeah. you got to stay true to the look. you got to stay true to the look, yeah. So that definitely brings his points down a little bit. You so. know, when Klaus had the energy and he was, you know, I mean, I, I remember going to see these guys. I, I, I'm sure I've told this story before on air, but seeing them at uh, the Meadowlands for Monsters of Rock. <laughs> it, yeah. And having no idea what he's saying. But, it, man, did that guy get the crowd riled up. I mean, he knew how to, you yeah. My friend who who lived in Phoenix growing up always tells a story about the scorpions coming to town. And uh, didn't they have a song called Arizona? I don't know. Scorpions. You're looking at me. I don't know that song. But anyway, they didn't do the song. And when Klaus came out to address the crowd, he said, Hello, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Everybody's like, done that. Boo. Brian's done that. <laughs> but anyway, there's no way Klaus beats C.C. DeVille. But he, he was a... Uh, he was a good singer. He's a great singer. And a great front man. And, and I love the Scorpions. I really did like the Scorpions. All right. Well, that should be. So, so, so all right. CC DeVille moves on. Sorry. Keeping them moving. Sorry, all right, guys. While if, you guys are right following stuff along in, at home with your own brackets, move CC. Um, I'll keep things moving. We're back into moving high back pitch to whale. the high pitch whale region. 
And we are looking at the number two versus the number 15 seed now. That's will be, those will be the matchups for the next four, four uh, matchups here for the next round. 215, excuse me. Number two is Chip Zenuff from, of course, Enough Zenuff. Oh, wait, where, where are you going? Oh, you're going all the way why down. Don't, why don't you start yeah, at the top? Yeah, don't, we always just no. kind of go in yeah, a little we, we, no, we don't do that. That's easy. Yes, we do. We always do no, that. we do the matchups no, and we, we don't. whittle down. We, uh, we always just go down the list. We always go down the really? list. Really? Yeah. Well, yes. No. We're outvoting you on this one. He, 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 look, he made the bracket. We can do I don't it think at, that we do Okay, next we're going to have Tie Me Down. Against Bobby, Bobby Blotzer. All right. The drummer. Num- number eight seed, Tie Me Down. Tie Me Down is the lead singer of... Who the hell is he the lead singer of again? Oh, Jesus. You're Jesus the one that's supposed H. to know. This is, your, this is your bracket. This is your, ba- this is your name, though, I remember. Why are you pointing at me? Because you made that original down list. Is. You do. You asked me God, if we could put Tie Me Down. Oh, my God. And See, I was like, who was that? If we had just this gone to the two versus No, I know who Tie Me Down is. Who was Tie Me Down? Was that... Um, it's not Tie Me Down. Yeah, it is. Tamey is how they pronounce it. Oh, they pronounced it Tamey Down? Down yeah. Tamey Down. I thought that was the whole wordplay, though. Well, it was down. supposed to be, but nobody... We're talking about hair metalist. Nobody got it. Okay, so the number eight seed, Tamey Down. I always thought it was Tie Me Down. Bobby Blotzer wins because he was in Rat. <laughs> Fuck off, Tamey. Let's move to the Well, who show. is Tamey Down? Tammy Down Let's at was least in, give uh, Tammy Down his yeah, proper. Wasn't he in? Uh, he was on. The, the I Eddie knew a Trunk month ago when we metal uh, show on VH1 Classic. Recently. I knew a month ago when I when I actually made the list, or three months ago when I made the list. How many of these are we not going to know? This has got to be the Faster no. Pussycat. Faster, Faster Pussycat. Pussycat. That's, that's it. right. Yeah, lead singer of Faster Pussycat. Jesus, Tammy uh, Down. I, I kept thinking L.A. Guns, but it was like, no, that wasn't L.A. Guns. No, it's not. No, he's on here, though. I th- no, I don't know if he's on here. He is a lead singer, though. He's a lead singer, but he always came across as kind of a, a doofus, I thought, even for a hair metalist. <laughs> not to say that all hair metalists are doofuses, but, you know. I think it's all doofy. All hair metalists are doofy. See that? You just ruined your chances forever playing in That's Tammy true. Down's new project. I insulted the doofy. <laughs> Do not insult the Dufai. But don't you guys agree Bobby Blotzer wins because he was in a much bigger band? Are you sure this is the way we've done this? I would have swore we always do 116, no, we always 250, and we top. whittle our oh, way yeah. down. I, it's been discussed before that we're doing it wrong in the past, but it just made it easier. Yeah, okay. it just made, we right. don't want to start at the bottom and or start in the middle and go in two well, different Well, that's directions. how the bracket goes. It's, it's not okay. two different brackets, just the bot, you know, you got to work your way back to the middle. It's okay. We'll, we'll get there. I'm going back and I'm listening to our old. I know. Um, yeah. I, I mean, listen. Faster Pussycat was a, a. I'd be nice and generous to say that they were a blip on the radar screen. Of they were hair metal. only known because there was a scene there. If right. There, if there hadn't been a scene, they're just a, they they're just an extra mark. name out of the scene. They never had a hit. They never had anything that really made them stand out. He was. I mean, I will say this. He probably was more original than we may be giving him credit for because he came from early in the scene. You know, Faster Pussycat was around. I feel like they're an early probably. early name. But, listen, Rat got so big, and they were one of those bands where multiple members had personas or had True. their persona. And the Blots, you know. The Blots. The Blots. All right, let's move on. So Bobby Blotzer's moving on just because we don't give a shit. Because <laughs> Tim says so. Oh. Yep. 
Look, if it's really bothering you that we're doing this out of order, I'll, nah, I'll do it the other way. I don't care. No, we're doing this, this is the way, way we've done it before, then let's do it. I'm pretty sure this is how it's been done. All right, so we're moving down to the number 8-9 matchup. No real upsets could possibly come from an 8-9 matchup, but these are two big, heavy-hitting names right here. Oh, By the numbers, there's no upset here. But by the names, there's a big name dropping. We've got another rat member, the number eight seed Stephen Piercy in the finger gymnastics region, if you're following along at home, up against the number nine seed David Coverdale of White Snake. Ooh, of and White Deep Snake. And Deep Purple. And a prolific solo career. And a very prolific. No, well, actually, really, White not, Snake not was really, really his yeah, solo I career. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was kidding. Two huge voices. You see, not un- you see unaffected, the, Tim. Not compared this to this whole. Uh, yeah, I'm having popcorn. <laughs> He's checked out already. No, actually, I'm very conflicted on this one. I want to see. Me what you too. Guys have to this say. is a tough one. You I can't mean, just sit back one. and wait for us. I oh, I'm waiting to hear what you guys have. No, to say. No, you have to start this one. I can't. I'm conflicted on this one. Well, let me just start a couple debates on it. All right. Okay. And we'll, let's get discuss, a, little, a couple points of discussion. Let's get the conversation. If we get going. started, if we start thinking talent-wise, I don't think there's any real comparison. David Coverdale has one of the ultimate voices of that era. Right. Right? Are, can we all agree? Oh, yeah. While Stephen Piercy and Rat was one of my well, faves. And media presence. And, I mean, er, yes. even my mom knows... Kinda who David Coverdale is, <laughs> right? And not to say that Stephen Parrish didn't have a very recognizable voice. Was he the just... one that was married to the girl on the Jaguar with the Jaguar with the... and the red yeah. hair? I loved her in Bachelor Party. <laughs> was that the movie with the Tom Hanks? with the Tom Hanks? Yes. You know who would have thought he'd go on to be such a, a big recognized actor? Star. Post. Oh. You mean Coverdale Respected. or Tom Hanks? <laughs> Both of them. Oh, wait, are we both talking like my mother here? Yeah, we can't do that. This is really difficult because, you know, White Snake had their moment where they were at the pinnacle. And Rat had their moment where they were at the pinnacle. So both of these lead singers have sort of been the go-to guy at one point in their career. When you Sorry think of that. a lead singer in a hair metal band at two different points... At one point in 83, you would have said, oh, Stephen Piercy, that's the shit. Yeah. And in 87, you would have said, oh, David Coverdale, that's the shit. Mm, I guess. I think for me and my taste, when we talk about hair medalists, we come, I come back to David Coverdale having been something else more in the past and sort of trying to fit in as opposed to Stephen Piercy being solely an 80s hair medalist. You know, like his whole sort of life and career fit inside the genre of 80s hair metal. He had that poofy, you know, one eye covered, the bandanas, all this stuff hanging off of him, the tassels, the tight spandex from top to bottom. He had the little moves with the lick of the thumb and the flick of the finger. You know, he had a little bit, he had more flamboyance, I feel like, to him. And Coverdale did Flamboyance yeah. had the, I mean, uh, Coverdale had like the voice and like the vocal, like he was a little more comments. badass. Than, yeah. He was a little bit more badass, a little bit too, a little bit too much too of a cool. rocker, too yeah. cool maybe. He was more of a rocker than yeah. 
Like a real I think Piercy embraced it all. It, kind of in the way we talked about like Poison before and Tom Kiefer. Kiefer was sort of thrust into that position and always kind of pushing it away. Coverdale was sort of blending in at that time, you know, as a former serious classic rocker, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm... I'm leaning Piercy on this. Sounds but like I could you be are swayed. I could probably be swayed. Tim, when you're done with that popcorn, <laughs> jump in. I'm thinking. I just got a message from Hudis. He's out. All right. No Hugel tonight. No Hugel. We're still live without an internet. We, we almost had a human internet. A human Google. That would have been fun. A Hugel. This uh, is a, this is the tough one. Do you want me to go first? You go. No, forget about it. You go. Right. I'll just throw my vote out there as Piercy for now so that it's there's a vote out. All right. To make it interesting, I've thought about this while you were talking. And as I was zoning out while you were talking, I made my decision. <laughs> I I'm, ignored I'm kidding. everything you said. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I was listening to everything you were saying. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm going to make it interesting for Tim because I'm going uh, Coverdale. Mostly, I mean, uh, I'm not going to go that in depth, but it's, it's more of a feeling thing. It's more of a, I guess, uh, to me, I can go a lot on just presence. Overall presence in everyday life at the time. You know what I mean? I do. Coverdale's one of those right. guys that... If you say the words hair metal together, he's going to come up in your roster right away. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, even though I agree with everything you said about round Stephen and Piercy, round kicked a lot of uh, stuff that's off. That's true. Kicked true. a lot of stuff You're right. off. Some people point to that video as the beginning. You're right. Oh, what, round and round? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me ask you this question. What? If the sunset strip scene had never happened, would David Coverdale... What would, would he would still have music, a career? Hold no. Would oh. his music have been called hair metal? What? No. Like in '87? No. At any point in his well, career? Wait, that's a well, stupid question. Because no, well, I mean, I think if what you're saying is, would his music have? In my opinion, the way I'm interpreting it, I guess what I'm saying is, I is think if the '80s scene different. didn't happen. His music of the 87 version probably never would have existed because that was that was molded by the Sunset Strip scene. Well, maybe that was just a stupid question. But anyway, David Coverdale definitely had the more talent. He could sing rings around. Steve oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Both and, distinctive and, and, and voices, one, And though. at one point, Whitesnake was probably the biggest metal band in the world. Absolutely. And uh, Rat was always, like, second or third, even when they were at their best. I, well, I, see, I, I disagree. I feel like they were the peak at one point. I feel like they both had their moment where they were at the peak. Nah, Rat was never I the, think Rat's was very early, though. It was it was literally Rat that came first out in 80, record. Rat came out in 82. And in 82, the Sunset Strip scene was still ruled by Van Halen. You may not have called it Van, you may not have called it hair metal, but as far as that Los Angeles music scene, it was all Van Halen. But I think Round and Round kicked off the '80s metal run. Maybe think, that's when they first started calling it that. Right, but I I'm agree with saying, that. I mean, that was, but I'm just I mean, saying that's pretty big. There was be... all there was always an LA band to me 
that was a little bit bigger than Rat, whether it be Van Halen or Molly Crew. I, I I can't argue with that. I think one of those I was bands. a Rat fan. So, so for that hard, reason, I would, you know, and at one point, Whitesnake, they were the biggest. I agree with that. But. Oh, boy. But. If. But let's not look at the whole band. Let's look at those guys. And, but we're looking and at every, the two guys. Let's look at everything. The, the, the attitude, the swagger, the. The, the overall hair metalness. You That's know? true. And if, if hair metal ever had a James Bond, it would have to be David Coverdale. <laughs> Am I right? Who else could I it be? Know. I don't know. Who else could it possibly be? I don't know be? what the fuck you're talking about. What do you mean? Hello, darling. Well, we certainly oh, know she won't mean, be oh, drowning this evening. Just by voice alone? James yeah. Bond. If, if, if I thought you meant he had a car that like shot oil. No. In that. Okay. No. If there's a flood in here tonight, everybody grab onto the woman in row one. Exactly. Seat seven. Exactly. Surely you will never drown. <laughs> exactly. And unfortunately yeah. for David, in hair metal, there's no place for a fucking James Bond. Oh, come so on. So the win goes to Stephen Pearson. <laughs> really? Because Sorry, David. Fucking Roger Moore. Curveball. No Sean Connery. Curveball from no, Tim Butler. No, no proper English gentleman can be the best hair medalist of really? all time. Really? Who throws a hook mm. like Tim Butler? So you're saying that hair metal is American? No. But I am saying that you can't be a proper English gentleman and refer to all of your fans in the front row as darling. Right. And be the best mm. hair medalist of all time. All right. That's a pretty good that's argument. not bad. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> Stephen Pearson <laughs> moves on because of proper English. <laughs> Hello, darling. This is a song off of our third album called White Snake. Uh, one, two, right. three, four. So Moving on to the Spinning Sticks region. Sorry, David. I'll have David, David Coverdale, but... Yeah, no. I mean, listen, we, we said it. Hair medalist? Hair medalist? Uh-uh. Right. So that makes Coverdale against Halford next round? No. Piercy? Oh, yeah, uh, Piercy? yes. Yes, Piercy against Halford, yeah. Oh, Piercy. Let's not look at, let's not look at next round yet. Know, let's move to next region. Quit being so heavy-handed. We can look at the next round if we want to. And we have got the 8-9 matchup. Jeff Tate of Queens, the lead Sh- singer Sh- of Queens Reich, <laughs> <laughs> up against <laughs> Kevin Dubrow. Dubrow. Is it Dubrow or Dubrow? Dubrow. I like Dubrow. Dubrow. I like Dubrow. Dubrow. Kevin Quiet Roy. Dubrow of the um, upstanding Bro family of Quiet Riot. A couple lead singers going tete a tete here. Yep, head to head. Mano Ke- Imano. Kevin Dubrow. Kevin Dubrow. Ira. Well, I was never a big uh, Queen Strike fan. Queen's Reach. Queen's Reach. <laughs> Ira, please, come on. We're a respectable institution here. <laughs> and uh, no, I don't really consider them a hair metal band. So, yeah, it's. It, and Quiet Riot, even though they were a little early. Right. But they were in that. Genre. I mean, listen. They've they we've had this argument the, in the past. The term heavy metal in their right. music. They you know, but they didn't come out until '84. That was their first really? release. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, well, it was. This early should be 84. easy. Kevin Dubra- Dubrow. Kevin Dubrow moves on. Before we leave Jeff Tate, fortunately, he's not around. There to was a, accept there was, his honor. 
Jeff Tate is now doing some sort of thing where he puts on a wig. Yes. Have you what? guys seen this? I've heard of it. And yes. he pretends to be a rock star or some sort of <laughs> shit. And uh, all I know is that I it's saw like a heavy metal play. I, I, it's heavy right, metal opera. Yes. I saw that metal show, um, like behind the scenes thing. Yeah. They had, I think it was last season. Their opening episode had Zach Wild and Jeff Tate on it, and he looks like Yul Brenner. <laughs> and they had a little behind the scenes clip up on like Facebook or something, and Zach Wild is telling this seemingly hilarious story, you know, in his total Jersey, you know, accent and you know over the top attitude and everything. And Jeff Tate is the most uninteresting. You know the whole. Uh, I, I'm the most interesting man in the world. They could do a commercial for Jeff Tate. The most, the most uninteresting, uninteresting man, man in the world. Un- yeah, Jeff Tate. I was there was a recent video. On, there was a recent video on YouTube of Jeff Tate doing a, one of his solo shows. And you know how nowadays the people in the front row they'll give their cell phone to the singer or somebody in the band, and they take their picture. Oh right. And then they give the phone back to him. Right. Jeff Tate took the cell phone and just threw it. Just, <laughs> oh, just freaking heaved it and just kept singing like nothing, you know, like he'd done nothing. Meanwhile, well, the that's, person that's in the front row is like, "What the hell?" <clears throat> well, that's on that guy. I wouldn't give away my cell phone <laughs> to anybody. Are you kidding me? I think there was probably a thing like when they came out, his sort of like you know tame, mundane personality probably came off as sort of cool. Amidst all the haywire, out of control attitudes, but now it's like, okay, now where's your? Do you have a personality? You know, it's like he does already because he is the, the most, most uninteresting man in the world. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's go. Where were we? <laughs> we are rocking on down to the wannabe region. Jeff Tate got no love. <laughs> Jeff cow. Tate just got Jeff Tate quickly just dismissed with a quickness. Yo, Jeff Tate, you got served. Um, Gary Sharon. Oh, baby. Oh, man. Eight, nine seed. Okay. Eight, nine seeds. Number eight seed, Blackie Lawless, the bass player and lead singer of Wasp. Wasp. Up against Gary Sharon, the very flamboyant lead singer. Can we just go ahead and write Blackie Lawless and just forget? No. 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 What? No, not at all. Extreme? Are you kidding me? Have you ever seen Gary Sharon live? Unfortunately, yes. He's the anti-Jeff Tate. <laughs> Are you guys both going to go with Jerry? I mean, Gary, Gary Sharon? Yes. All right, well, let's move on because I'm going with Black and Wow. Wow. No, I want to know why you're, you're going with You're just going with because he's cooler. Yes, he's cooler. Yeah. He's darker. He's more oh, yeah. mystical. He's but LA. he's not as hair metal. Well, we're talking hair metal here, Chief. Exactly. Come Did on, Did you ever dude. see Gary Sharon? perform yes what was he wearing tights he's, he's and, probably and wearing tank jeans top? tank top and jeans no blackie lawless was Tanked in leather from head to toe and he threw meat on the crowd yeah he was too metal but he meat was on, too, he was too real heavy metal. metal he was too heavy too scary Wasp too dark was, i know and these guys weren't hair metal enough these guys were a pop band that were straight up. That's, what, not not metal, that's that. what hair metal was. No, at this come on, point. No. they had a big name no. guitar player with ripping solos, shredding. What would you call? Sound. What would you call Bon Jovi? A pop band or a hair metal band? I would call them a shit band. Well, all right. If you had to put we'll them, we'll get in to them later in the podcast. A record section at a record store. I never. I, to me, they always occupied their own little section. I didn't think they were really pop or hair metal, but they. 
Extreme is like Bon Jovi on a lower scale. It's just, at the time, this was the most popular. Listen, I can't argue with you. Right, but well, I, think well, both, I, I think both. I think both of those guys. On. I think both of on. those bands, rather, are a little bit outside of the '80s hair metal genre. But when I look at each of them as a lead singer and the, the flamboyant attitude and the get the crowd going attitude and the big hair and the shirtlessness, getting the and, crowd going attitude by throwing meat at them. No, I'm talking about Gary Cherone. I'm talking about Blanky Lawless. <laughs> I don't know that that gets the crowd going by throwing meat at them. You know, if you tell Blackie Lawless, maybe he gets them going out, out the exits. <laughs> if you tell Blackie Lawless he lost any contest to Gary Sharon, he would probably shoot you, or probably, probably shoot himself. My balls off. He'd probably shoot himself. Listen, what wow. Do, what do you want to do? Gary Sharon moves on. This yes. is the hair metalist. Gary Sharon moves on. Let's go. Extreme was a hair metal band, and he was the lead singer. And wow, and that's that. I cannot believe that one. That was an upset. That had for to be you. An upset. No, Blackie Lawless. Right, let's hear from the, the biggest, audience. Call in right now. Names. Exactly. What do you think? Show your love for Blackie. <laughs> you racist bastards. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't take Blackie. <laughs> Hello? Hey, this is Tina from Jersey. Nobody's more hair metal than Gary Sharon. That boy would shake his butt on that stage and put everything out there. He's hair metal. Forget that, Blackie Lawless. See, I agree with Tammy from Jersey. Okay, Thank Tammy, you, Tammy from Jersey. Thank you. All right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Moving on we back to more, the high pitch warrior. <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> Next, Next time I'll, quote, unquote, answer Hello? the phone. Hello. Yeah, this is Mark from Los Angeles. Mark, hey, what's up? Gary Sharon sucked up. <laughs> exactly, and that's wow. why he's more hair metal than Blackie. It's a good thing we got that guy off the air. Moving right. back to the high pitch whale region. <laughs> we are on to the number 512. Ooh, oh, this is a classic baby. upset. Uh, bra- this is a classic upset match in the normal. NCAA tournament every season, every year, we always have the 12 over the 5. But what do we have today, boys? We have got number 5 seed Paul Stanley of the band Kiss, we should all know. Paul Paul Stanley of Kiss. And (laughs) Wild Mick Brown of one of Ira and Mai's favorite favorite bands, uh, Dokken, the drummer. Oh, really? Wild McBrown, yeah. yeah see, I don't, I, I don't know him. Ira? I know Dokken very well. But Ira, I don't, I don't know him Just well. Pretend. Why is he even on this list? Wild McBrown. Ira always listened. Oh, hi, Ira's mom. He always listened to that Dokken, but he never knew the names of the guys. I would always say, "Who's that playing the drums?" <laughs> And he goes, I, Ma, I don't know. I, just leave me alone. I'm trying uh, to get high in here. Mike or Mick or my, Mark. Well, you should I don't know. You like this band. You're always playing them all the time. Look, Ma, I don't study who's playing. You kept playing. your father up all night with I the docking. I like the guitarists and the lead singers. I never check into the rhythm section. Well, you, you should know. From? They're all part of it. Your father played drums. <laughs> Wild McBrown is, except for the fact that he's not very well known by name, he could be one of the most hair metals people <laughs> hair metal people on this entire list doesn't he play for um he plays for ted, ted nugent, nugent right now, now yeah and he brings his hair metalness to the nugent show right in a big way right 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 everything that he does is hair metal still got the look you know, yeah all right i'm going still, first because i want to get it out of the way well hold on 
You also have to think about the attitude, right? Yes. Who's he going against? Paul, Paul Stanley. Stanley. Paul Stanley, you know, whatever sells, he's going to do. I'm sorry, but that's you know, that's how it works with those well, guys. That's how Gene. Wild Milk Brown, two years ago, three years ago, while playing with Ted Nugent, on the last show of the tour, Wild Milk got hammered drunk, stole a gar- golf cart, got chased down by the cops, picked up a couple of chicks on the way, and when the cops finally caught him on his golf cart, he had two girls with him, nice. and they arrested him for DUI. That's about as hair metal as it gets right That's there. pretty hair metal right there. Or Florida. I can't argue with that. At the age of 55, Wild Mick got arrested for a DUI on a golf cart for outrunning the cops. You're impressing me. And he picked up two chicks along the way. That could happen in Peachtree City. It was Peachtree City. Oh. I'm going to say this. Wait, was it? <laughs> you know, it may have been. <laughs> but it was, it was a golf cart. I'm going to say this, that I, I actually think that... When it comes to being a true hair medalist, that I didn't really have many arguments for Mick Brown, other than you know his nickname being Wild Mick Brown. And in those days, if you got nicknamed the Wild anything, he had you were name probably pretty reason. fucking wild, yeah. right? Or but Paul Stanley and Kiss in general, they really, while they embraced the look. They were always known as businessmen behind the scenes. Exactly. They were definitely hair metal for a while. But do you think they would have been hair metal if they thought they could have made more money doing something else? Doing country. Right. No. Exactly. Yeah, they, w- they would have been putting on cowboy They would have been hats. doing country. Yeah. So I, I really – I'm, I'm, I'm I on Wild McBrown, Wild McBrown because I think while a kiss embraced the sound and the look, there was a lot lacking behind the scenes. True. And um, so for that reason – yeah, baby. Play it. Uh, I remember after the first year of Hair Metal Madness, driving home and listening to the Hair Metal Channel. <laughs> and Hair Nation. A Hair on Nation Sirius. on Sirius yeah. Satellite. A little plug there. And no, actually, I'm sorry. It was It's Not Love that came up. Right. And I remember calling Ira and leaving a message saying, let's start all over again. It's not love. should be the winner. <laughs> that Spoiler alert if you hadn't heard the yeah. first one. Yeah, did it. Um, <clears throat> hey, this works for the next category, too. Does it? Yeah. Look at the next one. We're not looking ahead. We're, we're still on this one. No, we're, we're done. So, Ira, do Brown you have one. anything to say? I never had it. Well, I guess it doesn't because I would have picked Paul Stanley. Oh, sorry. For, and it, it, but it kind of for the same reasons that David Lee Roth moves ahead. Just yeah, kind of a I, pioneer I of of hair metal, you know, and then embraced it during the there were during some the moves, there were some looks. I just didn't think it was genuine. I didn't think it was authentic for him. Paul, I, I agree. You know. No, I tend to think that Paul. Hello, Gene. It's a bad it, rap. Should we do the hair metal thing, Gene? Or should we put on cowboy hat? It's going to be the hair metal, of course. I was looking. I look in the cowboy hat, Gene. Paul. Ace, how do you look? Take you a look, look in the cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. Ace. You are That's already Gene. balding. I as well. I'm well I'm Ace. <laughs> <laughs> I think you look pretty good. Good. Thanks, good. thanks, Ace. You look good too, buddy. <laughs> um, well, that's All a right. moot point. So moot sorry, point. Paul. So uh, the classic upset matchup. Wow. Paul Stanley's out. twelve I, over the five. I don't get to play Kiss for the rest of. There's nobody else in Kiss. That's no, on the list. Play a little more Kiss if there you might want. Be. There play might be. Play a little be. Kiss before we go, because we'll be here in Dockin' again. In my that's dreams, true. though. Classic, classic, great song.
Oops. Which brings us to the next one. Well, matchup. I was looking for um, some Kiss music to uh, send well, no, Paul I, I Stanley mean, I played the... most of Detroit Rock City, so we're good. Okay. You could leave so the dog Paul Stanley does not get to go off into the sunset. Down to the finger gymnastics region. We are on to the 5-12 matchup. Oh, goodness gracious. Here we go. Chris Holmes. Of Wasp. Also of Wasp. Oh, jeez. And Don Dockin, also of Dockin. <laughs> also of Van Halen. I'm going to get a beer. The five seed Chris Holmes up against the 12 seed Don but Dockin. I will be thinking about this matchup when I go to the fridge. All right. Tim Does anybody off. else need one? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, what do you want? What kind? Uh, anything but the uh, 420. Hey, we're representing uh, some local brews that, here that, this that evening. All one. sweet water. What? That first one that we had, whatever that was. We oh, should the, be sponsored uh, by them. Well, this is this is a, the first step. We're, we're drinking all sweet water First tonight. step in getting sponsored. Uh, the first one, the uh, Hefeweizen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you want? The Hefeweizen. Um, where am I? Should I water surprise you? You want a Hef- Georgia oh, this Brown? this is the Hefeweizen. I'll have a Georgia Brown. Yeah? I'll yeah. do the Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. <laughs> if we, I don't know if there's any left. Is that the... It that was like it was a uh, variety pack, and I think that may have been the last. Anything but an IPA. Anything but an IPA. Give okay. him a 420. How about a 420? Just a, your standard 420. Your standard 420. Why not? All right. You guys talk. I'll be right back. Kick it off, Timbo. <laughs> I gave you a great setup right there, and you missed it completely. What did I miss? The re- the reply to that should have been 420, 421, whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. You're right. Oh, man, I did blow that. <laughs> Mr. Mom, baby. So start it off, Timbo. All right, which you, one you made on? some you made some interesting arguments for Blackie from Wasp. Now we've got Chris Holmes from Wasp against Don Dockin. Against Don Dockin. I'm sure Don Dockin's going to win this category, but I was never a fan of Don Dockin. I always thought he looked out of place in the metal scene for some reason. I don't know why. Just I always just got the feeling that he seemed to think that maybe he could do something else better. Or I always kind of had the feeling that he more wanted to be a pop singer, you know, just like singing ballads and things like that, uh, and that George Lynch was always the one who yeah. wanted to write the... George Lynch know, was straight up metal. Straight metal. up metal. Yeah. And, and a student of it, you know, I mean, wanting to get better at the craft of 80s metaldom. Yeah. But Chris, you know? Chris Holmes of Wasp is not going to win this matchup. But we don't need to sell him short because he had one of the greatest, if not the greatest scenes in the classic hair metal movie, The Decline of Western Civilization. He was the guy in the pool. Oh, yeah, wow. That, that is the Wait one scene minute. I remember. Wait a minute. That was the guy. That one scene. No, that's no, no, about no, no. As, don't. Because that's about as hair metal as you can no, get. No, 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 it no. really no, is. Stop. Because that scene was very depressing. It was depressing. I don't consider depressing. Vince no killed a guy. Hair metal was depressing. Th- there were moments, you know. Hair metal had its downside. That seems listen, a bunch of junkies. But when you think about, listen, we're, not all, we all, we're all adults here. In case anybody doesn't know, we're all above 21. We've all had our nights of drinking yeah, but, and partying. But, for, but when we're doing this show, <laughs> our age level is like, which, our, by our the mental way, level is like 14. Which, by the way, I've got oh, yeah. to tell you guys a story about Tuesday night at the Braves game. Mine actually but, goes up, but this is a different story. But, you know, we all know that behind those late nights of part, you know, there are disgusting mornings and awful, 
vomit-filled finishes of those evenings. I mean, we, we all know the reality of the other side. So this is just putting it on video. That was that a scene, hair medalist. I mean, that's a hair metal. That's a hair medalist. He's right. What's more hair but, metal? But than it, that? Was it was depressing. It was depressing and depressing. sad. And I don't equate that with rock and roll hair metal good saying. times. You know I do I mean? agree with that. I do agree. So let's it. just all say Don Dawkins wins and move to the next one. Yeah. All right, let's do it. But we don't want to. I, I just wanted to mention that. As you because, can see how seriously we take this. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, go. I want people to know who Chris Holmes is. Except people, I do not like the fact that when Don Dockin used to get pissed off at George Lynch, he would turn around and not face the audience when he sang. Yeah, that is pretty did, lame. Did you see the. the um, That's not very hair metal. That's another 12 what, what, over what's five. What's the VH1 by show? The what's the name of it? The, um, the that VH1. metal show? Yeah, that metal show. Did you see Dockin on there with George Lynch? I don't know if I saw Dawkins with George Lynch. Go back I and saw watch that show. You can else. watch it. Is, it. is it uncomfortable? With George Lynch. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I saw the rest of the band when they were getting back together, and they were going to call themselves Tooth and Nail, but there was somebody else yeah. out there called Tooth and Nail. <laughs> At one point in the show, George Lynch, um, somebody made some kind of comment about um, Dawkins maybe – getting mad at George Lynch. And George said something to the fact that, well, you know, you would only get mad because whenever they would call my name, the applause would be louder. Oh, yeah. And Dawkins was, just didn't crack a smile. And he's like, what? What, 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 what did you say? Oh, what do you mean by that? Ouch. Well, the applause was louder. What do, you, what do you mean by that? Well, they would call my name and the applause for me how, would be louder how else can I than explain the applause it? for they you. They were clapping it harder. Just, it just sucked all the air out of yeah. the room. It was Whew. just like, wow. That was an uncomfortable moment. Yeah. I would like to find just that Just two moment. assholes that were in a band. Dawkins is just, yeah. just comes off as a straight-up douche. I have to say that I, I do think it was Doc, Don, Donald. Oh, Don. Donald. Oh, hello, Don. <laughs> Excuse me, Don. Did you see uh, Coverdale you know, kibitzing? <laughs> Excuse <with> me, Donald. <laughs> with Don David Dockin Coverdale would definitely party. say. Excuse me, Donald. Well, hello, Don. Um, yeah. I, I always felt like Don was Don the Don Dawkins is a much better hair medalist, darling, <laughs> All right. than well, look, let's move Chris on. Holmes. All right, so we say Don Dawkins then. Don Dawkins. All right. Sorry, I already Chris. got him moving. But if you've never seen The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2, check it out. It's check awesome. it out. See Chris Holmes' uh, scene and see if you agree with us. <laughs> I've only got four words. You can't say it's not depressing. Four words come to mind when I think of that movie. Odin. 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 No, see, Odin. Do you remember that part? No. I don't remember yeah, that part. Gosh. Did you not watch the whole movie? I, maybe we I did, but it was a How long, long is it? time ago. All right. um, you know what? I might Odin, say. Odin I can was say the that band that they focused I, on. Maybe I think I well only remember that scene in the pool from that movie. That's it. That scene was hard to forget. I know. That was. It I is think hard that had forget. an effect I mean, on me. I mean, even as a young person seeing that. Turned me into a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a lot. There was a lot of weirdness in that scene. All right, our Let's Gypsy go. Road is moving back to the Spinning Sticks region, where we've got the number twelve five matchup. Jake E. Lee, the number five seed, the uh, rocking guitar player from Ozzy Osbourne, up against Robin Crosby. This is all you guys. I mean, I know who the, both of these guys are. Mostly but I just rhythm guitar player of rap. I would say Robin Crosby rode that hair metal horse oh, straight to the grave. Straight to the I'm, grave. I'm going with him. I got to go with Robin Crosby as well. Right. I mean, 
What do you say? Whores, whores, whores until he caught. And heroin. He was a heroin addict. And, and heroin. Got AIDS. Wars and heroin. Turned into HIV or this is HIV. It's depressing again. Why, or whatever. Is this, why does all this hair metal shit have to get so depressing? Which way does it go, by the way? Do you get AIDS and then he it turns into HIV? Out and, no, You're HIV positive and then you get AIDS. Full blown right. AIDS. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Died. Yeah. Died, Ira. All right, come on. Let's move on. This is getting really fucking Hair metal has a dark side. <laughs> hair metal does have a dark like side. Said, Don't be ro- afraid. He rode that hair metal hell for horse. The hell horse. Hell horse. This is hell, supposed to be good to times here, man. Because David mo- Lee Roth would say, damn Why did you put guys time. on the list that are dead? A moment for Robin Crosby. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he died too young, and a lot of people would say that they never got a chance to love him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, new rule in, in, in Hair Metal 6 and Beyond. Hair, hair Metal Man no 6 dead guys. and Beyond. Well, no guys that died like tragic deaths. Well, I mean, listen. The hey, guy lived the hey, 80s man, hair metal life. His death was hair metal. It was hair metal. He was a heroin addict, and he fucked a lot of whores. Yeah. How hair God metal bless can him. you be? Yeah, all right. He you founded know? Rat. Le- he was a hair metal. Live hard, live fast, and leave a... Bloated corpse. It doesn't always have to end that way. That's what he did. Right. He wins. All right. And that's, by the way, way, that's three 12 over fives in a row. Let's see what happens down in the wannabe region. The number five seed, Mike Tramp of White Lion. Speaking of Mike Who never had a chance to love you. (laughs) Up against, whoa, a big name in this tourney. The number 12 seed, Sebastian Bach. Babs. Wow. This is a big one right here. Sebastian Bach. He is tough to top when it comes to hair metal. I'm just going to... I'm already talking, so I'm just going to jump out there and say that. It's hard to top Bach. What would Mike Tramp say? What would Mike Tramp say about Sebastian? (laughs) I never had a chance to love you. (laughs) But I only want to say I love you one more time. <laughs> or he might oh, just say, man. when Mike Tram cries, when let Sebastian him know cries. I tried to be the most hair medalist person of all time. But Sebastian Bach. Sebastian just was tough. just straight up hair metal, man. He is still hair metal. He is. Unapologetically air he is. metal. In fact, I would almost go as far as to say that he's more hair metal now than he was. I think that there was a time where he wanted to be heavier, darker. Well, that's their second album was, you know, they were touring with Pantera. Sure. They wanted to be and he, a and heavier I think band. He, I think he was the real push behind sure. that. Sure, yeah. He wanted to be more punk rock, just right. like... Uh, right, right. Who Duff said they they wanted to be punk rock? Right. Like, who, who did Sebastian? Yeah, Duff, yeah. You think Sebastian? I don't think be punk, punk rock, punk, but I think punk, he wanted to like, be that like death metal or the, yeah. or the heavy heavy metal. Yeah. You know. But you know, think, you know what? He maybe he wanted to be, but he wasn't. He was straight he up hair metal. He was straight up hair metal. Like it or thing. not, and I think he's embraced he it more since. Yeah. Maybe he's tried to change, but he never has. He's still the same doofus. I love listening to him, though, man. He can't do it for very long, but I do love listening to him. He's he's entertaining. Big guns is what you're going with, huh? Yeah, yeah, 
you know, a little. I didn't want to go straight to. No uh, slave to the he's ground. Gone one. No, I got that. He's going to go on, right? He's, he's going, going on. Mind he's going crown. on. Well, see, I figured we'd play a Mike little. Mike uh, we never got a chance to love you. But <laughs> we never got a chance to love you. Oh, wow. Perfect, Ira. You got two things going on at once? I know, I know, I do. I thought I paused. Uh, Son of a gun. Just hold on. I thought you were better than that. Well, you're wrong. I'm I, not. I'm I was, not better. I was looking at you, and all I could see is that 25-cent Look, sign it on sounds the, good now, right? On your earphone. Shut up. <laughs> and I'm thinking... That's what I'm getting here. 25 cents worth of service. Yeah. You're getting 25 cents on the dollar. Yeah. Mike Tramp was pretty hair metal, man. He was. And the women love this guy. Who do you think the women loved more, Sebastian Bach or Mike Tramp? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think Sebastian gets more. Should I get my his, wife on the phone for this his, one? His band was bigger. What Sebastian? No, said? Ira. Yeah. We don't ever get a wife on the phone during hair metal madness. But for this particular <laughs> matchup, White Lion just had that brief. Yeah, they were they were fame. a spark. They had that one album, When the Children Cry. Yeah, wait, and that was it. Wait, that was it. They were done, gone, over. Good, but good, that wait video, the wait video was, was definitely straight up hair metal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, wait video would be in the hair metal hall of fame easily. I mean, let's take it in for a second here. And we will rock that all the way back to the high-pitched whale reason, region. Reason. 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 Vito Brado played yeah. the uh, great solo on that, by the great way. Great solo. Vito. Yeah. Check EVA out the trip off. Check out the next matchup. Holy cow. This is a nice one right we, here. We may and all need is, a beer now. This is difficult. Wow, here we go. You know, when you do the random seeds, sometimes magic happens, and this is a little magic. It's great that we get this matchup and get to discuss it and argue it. <laughs> it's not great because we lose an all-timer in the hair metalist region, in the hair metalist genre, excuse me. We have got the four. I'm sorry, no. We've got the six eleven matchup. No, what do we have? The four thirteen. I was right first. Four thirteen matchup. Number four seed Mick Mars of Motley Crue up against the thirteen seed, another dark horse, which isn't really a dark horse. <laughs> Vince Neil of Motley Crue. You got crew against, on against the crew. Crew on crew. Crew against crew. Wow. Listen. Well, this, this is easy, though. Even though this is a fucked up matchup, it's, it's easy. Mick Mars has been dead for 15 years. <laughs> and he's and still rocking. And he doesn't rock. complain about it. Continues to rock and be metal beyond the grave. Yeah. How can you go against yeah, Mick but Mars? that's not very hair metal. I don't know. I, I beg to differ. hair metal is all hell. So is Vince. Look, and don't bring up Vince's car crash because we're we're done with the depressing shit. No, but I would, I would his car crash would be. What did I just say? No, but, that, but that, the, but that would be a plus. It's essential. That would be a plus. What? That's not essential. It is. No, it's not. It, uh, have, it, having, it in the same way having a notorious offstage image was definitely essential. Absolutely, to being a hair medalist. Yeah, I think so. Because remember when it started. It wasn't all fun and games like Poison yeah, made Vince it Vince has like. had a lot of tragedy in his life. I'm he not has. even going to bring up the other one. I, yeah, that's a difficult I, one. I can't even think about because it. Because of where we are. Yeah. Right. Um, but but I agree with Tim. 
I mean, that's a big part of what sort of started to form the persona from top to bottom of an of a hair metalist. Who are you talking about? I don't know. Do, would I, hello? <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> but were you talking about Vince? You, or you, were you, you, talk- you were just saying that the car crash is not going to knock points off of this. No, not at all. I think If anything, in, it would add points. In, in, in fact, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think that was something that sort of started to make us see sure. what a hair medalist is in many ways. Because I it's, I don't think the car crash has anything to do with anything. It's just a tragic event. It is a tragic event. Just just take Vince for the videos and the music and his media presence aside from that. I'm going to say this, though. Wasn't he on a surreal life or something? And, and that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to say, you know, he went into this whole reality world thing. He had, like, plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. You know, the trainer and all this stuff. Whereas, you know, McMars remained in his, in his uh, tomb... Six feet under, <laughs> just waiting for the next tour. Exactly. He so we can't, we can't he's disregard vampire. He's an actual vampire. Yeah. I, I mean, you have, look. We're just we're putting Vince forward. Obviously, there's no reason. I, to, we'll talk about him later. I'm putting Mick. Forward. I would go Mick. Why? Because I think that Mick actually holds true to it more. The entire body of work. You guys are from top to nuts. bottom. Both of you. Mick had plastic surgery lines. to appease the the uh, reality show people. Vince. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Vince, Vince did. Yeah. That's that's not hair that's metal. That's not hair metal mm-hmm. at all. No. That's all about your image. Nah, that's that's beyond Mick, image. Mick no. is an old rocker. He doesn't give a shit about that. He wants to play just no. 70s rock. No, have you seen Mick? Exactly. And not giving Look a fuck was, was... Leather. Oh, giving a fuck Leather metal. chains. Uh, I mean, he's nothing but metal when it comes to his guitar and his tone and, and the guitars he uses. I mean, he's still like a... Like he's, a fucking Charvel guy or something like that. Yeah. Vince you know? is a hair metal... They're both band hair, lead they're singer. Both, they're both hair metal gods. They are. They're in. Spoiler alert. What? The greatest Stop hair it. metal band of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're both gods. But I think that um, I, if we did this, con- if if we did this in 1990, I would say well, there's no contest. It's Mick, Vince. Yes, absolutely. And, and but you've got to go top to bottom. Like you know, Vince has done a lot of things in the past 10 years that weren't exactly I very agree. I agree. And Mick has been steadfast. Hey, in this Mick, song, as a matter of doesn't fact, Tommy say, hey, Vince, <laughs> check that out, man. He doesn't he gets, say, hey, Mick. And he gets points for that. And let's look at this. I'm Vince, not saying Vince wasn't Vince great. Vince went off on, absolutely. But Vince went off on his solo career that really went off the rails Who of hair metal. Shit? Mick Mars has never played in another goddamn band and except not for very Motley fucking Crew. Right. The most hair metal band of all time. Well, the fact that, that Vince split off, I mean, to me, that's very hair metal. Because that was, you know, he was, well, that do, was, he was doing a bratty thing. He had the attitude. Being a, a brat and having the attitude is part of being a great hair metalist. But also when you're I in mean, the greatest me, hair metal band of all time and you say, why the heck would I go do anything else but be in Motley Crue? Because this is the greatest of all time. And it, Mick Mars had, knew that. This is like San, this is like um, um, Man of War against Secretariat coming down to the line right. at the Kentucky Derby. Right. And to me, Mick wins by nose. I mean, they're both great. I, I have to agree. All right. Well, I, I hate that. You guys are that. both out of your fucking minds. And I want to hear from the... Uh, I want to hear from the listening audience on this one. Call up right now. 
One eight hundred. Open the phones are all open. We've got about mm. six or seven lines. H a r m e t l. Yo. Who's Hello, this? caller. You're on the air. Yo, this is Jason. <laughs> okay, Jason. What do you have to say? Well, uh, this is Jason from Upstate New York. Yeah. Five nine one sixty. Okay, Jason. All what's right, your question? What's your question? You guys got it all wrong. I man. know. Can you? Tommy this? Lee, man. Oh no way. He's the fucking no, Jason, greatest Jason, in Motley. Jason, we're not talking about. Can we hang up on Jason? He's the fucking greatest, no, man. No, we're talking about Mick and Vince. Tommy Lee turned his drum set upside down, man. Listen, so first Can of all, turn, hang up on this turn guy. Turn the radio down. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee was the great greatest of, of all time. Sir, all turn your radio. Done, done. Right, I can't take this guy. Hang up on this guy. Sorry, sir. All right. Sorry, Jason. Um, so you guys are really moving Mick on. Dude. I really do. I think that he you stays more true to it his entire career. Mine. To me, to me. Mick. He's done nothing but be a medalist his just, entire I just, life. I and always like you can, say the guy's practically dead. He, he can't move from the head down. Yeah, and he so still gets he's out there still and devoted. He's still devoted to it. He's not. He's devoted to making. And Vince is right there money. with him. Like I said, I mean, to me, they're neck and neck. But I got to give it, it to to Mick just because of the last ten years when Vic. I mean, when Vince did the whole reality, the reality thing, show. I think it, that really hurts him. Yeah, I mean. I don't think so. It helped. It helped his career. How much reality shows did? How many reality shows did Sebastian Bach do? That didn't hurt anything in the last. Yeah, but matchup. Sebastian Bach was always an asshole and always exactly. argumentative and always difficult and he was always, always you know, a brat. He was always Sebastian Bach. Yeah. He was always. He wasn't doing. You know, he was chubby man. But he was still rocking, you know? <laughs> he wasn't trying to get plastic surgery and shit. It's, un- it's unfortunate that Vince and Mick had to go up against each other in the first round. It really is. I know, because both because of them should be I really they, thought that was a no-brainer, though. I really thought could, we'd just be They moving. both could be finalists. Yes. Look, I just always considered Mick just an old rocker and kind of out of place in that. I day. did, too, for many years. But now i got to take my hat off to it. All right. Well, look, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I'm getting upset. So let's <laughs> right. so, so move on. <laughs> We're going to blow through this next one. He said, next one. All right, back to the finger gymnastics region where all the guitar players get a solo. Who the hell is this? We've got the number four oh, Jeff seed, Jeff Blades. Jack, excuse Jack me, Jack Blades, Blades Who's that? from Night Ranger. Oh. Bassist and lead singer of Night Ranger. And, I'm sorry, bassist and part-time lead singer of Damn Yankees. True, true. Up against poor Jeff Keith, the number 13 seed. My favorite band of this genre, Tesla. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say what we're all thinking. Tesla is too good to be a hair metal band. I don't really think of either one of these bands sort of as really the quintessential hair metal band. Why the fuck are they on this list? What are we doing? Well, because we had to get six four names names that people do sort of. Yeah, they fit a lot. I mean, damn Yankees had their moments, you know. Jeff Keith definitely wins this one. Nobody's voting for Jack Blades. Jeff Keith did wear blades. pants that had like handprints and footprints all over it, and he's a recognized guy. He's a general. recognized guy. He has he's an he's an odd, strange guy. You know that lead Salt. singer sort of aloofness. You know, <laughs> I talked to Mike Tramp about. It. I talked to Mike Tramp about. And what did he say? It. He said that he liked Jack Blades. That he liked his song. Um, but what was his song? I forgot it. Uh, high enough? Don't tell me you love me. 
what is that? <laughs> Don't tell me you love me. That's what Mike Tramp That's said. an Iranger tune. Oh. Mike Tramp loves that song, but he chose <laughs> Jeff Keith. He told me that. I believe well, it. Just on that alone. All right, you guys put Jeff Keith forward. Right, I'm, I'm not going to argue. That's my favorite band. We all like Tesla. But I think of course. what the this I think Tesla's never done great in these competitions because I think we all kind of know Tesla. They really were that band that they're too rock and roll. They really were. They were the ones. They were opposite of Cinderella, who yeah. was screaming, "We're not hair metal." They were not saying anything. But I think everybody was saying, look at them. They're coming out in jeans and T-shirts. They look like they just walked out of the dresser, you know, like off the street. So then why are we putting him forward then? Well, you know, he's the lead singer of a major 80s metal band. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do, I you guess, know? but we're, we're all... What we're, going what up we're talking Jack about right Blades now is that they're not... And he went up against Jack Blades. I mean, Jack Blades isn't the... Mo- I mean, listen, we had Mick Mars yeah. and Vince Neil. All right, now move, we got a couple on. lessers. All right, let's move on. We got another big one coming up. Who do we got? All right. Who do we got here? Number four seed. Oh, baby. In the Spinning Sticks region. Number four seed. This is big, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a tough one. Just hold on a second. I can Slash. I can provide that for you. Slash of Guns N' Roses. If I have to say of Guns N' Roses, then stop listening. And the lead singer of Def Leppard, Mr... Is he a um? Is he? What do they do over in uh? A in sir? England? Is he a sir? Is he Sir, sir Joe, Joe Elliott? Elliott? Yeah, no, I don't no, think so. no, no, he's it's not Sir a Elton John. <laughs> is that Sir Joe Elliott? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that no members of Def Leppard have been knighted as of <laughs> not yet. Not been knighted yet. As okay. of yet, Joe Elliott, lead singer of Def Leppard. This is going to be interesting. Well, Let's debate. So ladies. far, it's very uninteresting. So start talking. Well, as much as Slash, I would probably give a nut left or right to, to have be, to lived be, yeah. even a decade of Slash's, Slash's life. Slash's life. I probably have to go Joe Elliott just because I think Def Leppard had that top of the mountain peak moment where it was about the the look, the sound, the excess, and I'm the lead singer, and I'm on display, and, you know, I think Slash is more of a, I'm just going to fucking go out there and shred. That's it. Period. Done. Write some great fucking rock and music. I, I, I think m- metalness, hair metalness goes to Joe Elliott in this case. I'm done. Hmm. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> hmm. I kind of just think Slash is too cool. Shit. True. But a very recognized guy in the True. genre. Well, to me, I think both of these guys are missing a few things to make them the ultimate hair medalist. Agreed. I think they both came out at a time when hair metal was the thing that got a lot of airplay on MTV. So they both adopted an image that was um, that was in line with what was popular at the time. But 
I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I consider both of those bands like really the, you know, the epitome of being a heavy metal, a hair metal band. So. I agree. Well, talking a little early, Guns and Roses well, a little late. This is the thing with Def Leppard, though. They embraced it a hell of a lot more than you know Guns N' Roses was trying to push it away. I also agree. So I think I will agree with you, Brian. Joe Elliott. Well, hold on before you go there, though. I'm Let's going there. Change Let's our on. minds. Oh. Well, hold on. I might be able to change your mind on this. Yeah? Because I haven't decided for myself either. Um, let, me have, say, let me have that back. I'm not really sure that I would consider either of these guys to be as hair metal as some of the other people in this competition. But And that's for future matchups to determine. But Yeah, exactly. This is the but matchup the thing at about hand. Slash, the thing about Slash that maybe more so than anybody on this entire list, he is probably the most famous guy on this entire list of 64 people. And Arguably. Making, you think my mother would know who Slash is? Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, name one person on this list who's more famous <laughs> than Slash. <laughs> Hello? You say his name. People Ira, how dare you say I don't know who Slash is? Of course I know who Slash is. Do you think I was living under a rock in the 80s? Do you think I was not alive? I saw you and your friends. I listened to what you were listening to through the door with an, with that old Coke uh, glass, Coke glass that we my, had my, that my, you loved so wait, much. Wait, you sound hysterical. Remember just when I made down. the Coke floats for you? In that no. glass Coke glass? We didn't glass? do Coke floats, no. Yes, we- I did. It was a Coke float. I would put the Coca-Cola in there. I'd drop a couple scoops of vanilla. That's why I'd say, Ira! We did the Dr. Brown's cream soda. Come into the kitchen. What about Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper, he wasn't a real doctor. (laughs) He examined me one time. I don't want to tell you what he did to me. We don't want to talk about that. (laughs) I still would have encouraged my daughter to marry him, though. (laughs) Needless to say, I still get my period. Was he a hair metal? Come on. What's matter with you? That's good. And scene. Anyway. I'm just saying. Let me get, let me get back to Slash. By the way, Slash is half Jewish. Goodbye. Is he really? No. He is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Saul. Saul no. something. Oh, that's Saul, right. His name uh, is Saul. Uh, yeah, what's his last name? Is it Hudson? Brockowitz? Saul Hudson, I Saul think. Hudson. Yeah, I think, I think Saul Hudson. Sounds about right. He was like, yeah, I got to join this band here. You know, I was thinking about maybe calling myself by my real name, Saul, Saul Hudson, a possibly Slash. <laughs> what do you guys think I should call think? myself? Slashowitz. It is Slash. I'm thinking let's go with Slash. That was kind of. Hey, Slash is the most famous person on I this agree. list. He was a heroin addict. He screwed more whores than anybody on this list. Let's be honest. Well, it was probably Slash. Chicks that were while he on was a blues PhDs. guitar player, he was the walking embodiment of hair metal in 1987. David, I mean, uh, yeah, Joe, so much Joe hair, Elliott. he had to wear a top hat. So, Joe so non-hair metal that you forgot his name. Joe Elliott. Joe Elliott has always tried to move in that hair metal direction, but never quite made it. Listen. Slash has always tried to move himself out of the hair metal. If anybody's And he seen, never made it out. If everybody's There's seen, no way that Joe Elliott is a better hair. Are you guys from a different hold planet? Hold on a second. Slash. Hold on a the second. The most famous person on this list. But it's not the, the most famous person. The only person per- on this list. It's you not know a popularity him, You know him from his silhouette. Joe fucking Elliott, 
the lamest guy in one of the lamest bands to ever come out of England. You're is better a big Def Leppard hater. No, I'm and not. And we all know. Listen, we know this from past I, hair metal tournaments. I didn't like. I didn't like the whole pour your sugar on me out. Right. But listen. But the ones before. Let's that were say great. this though. Hold on. If and you it, recall the behind the mute, let me just right. let me just get to one of your points there, where I can give Joe a couple of stars up against Slash. Okay. If you recall the behind the music by by uh, Def Leppard, exactly, and you recall their whole, they had like a whole fucking system worked out to pick out the lovely ladies from the audience. That's true. That they would meet down and, underneath and none the stage. Of those chicks would bang Joe Elliott. Hot. I'm just kidding. I'm sure that they did. met under the stage. Had their way with. They That's said true. they they talked about how it was like Caligula. Was that the right term I'm looking yes, for? Yes. And you're, Slash you're at times. Have, Slash would have never have gone to that much trouble because he was way cooler. <laughs> he probably right, wouldn't have participated. Okay, well, let's but break I mean, down. I'm just saying, like, if we're no, no, talking, no, no. if we're I'm we're going to look wanna, at the chicks I'll, thing. Okay. They both had their share okay, of chicks. Both had chicks. Okay. Let's break it down. All right. Let's break it down. Who had the most talent? Slash. Slash. Who had the who had the best image? Joe had a pretty good voice. I mean, come he did. on. It, it went who pretty has, quick. Though. Who had the best image? Wait, who looked coolest is what you're saying? Who had the best image? A, image is a big part of being a hair. Modelist. All right. Slash. But who is the more flamboyant and the more 80s metal? Joe Elliott. Yeah. Who, how in, about what, the look? In, what, in what way? In his the fact that he's a lead singer and he's you know shaking his thing all over the place and you know wearing whatever oh, he, he wears. He was shaking his. He thing. was shaking. He, he, he was a good lead singer, but there's huh. no way that his image or performance even got close to where Slash was. No way. Slash. I mean, Slash didn't really do much when you think about it. Slash had his. He has his classic pose that ask that anybody, headstock ask straight up in the who air ever saw guns and roses they say the same thing you couldn't take your eyes off the guy yeah he was charismatic i mean charismatic he was charismatic <laughs> like crazy he was charismatic. he had one name i'm not saying joe elliott wasn't great right but if I you know, guys think that saying. joe elliott was better than slash at well, anything i'm just saying that there's an argument I, i'm saying that there's you're an crazy. argument because of the fact i think some of it name one i'm just saying name one one area in which Joe Elliott this was area. definitely better than Slash. This Just area. One. This area. All right. The area where Joe Elliott wanted that 80s metalness and Slash didn't want that. That Joe Elliott embraced the 80s image and Slash shunned the 80s image in its How do you think he shunned it? And just in his general they, persona, not interviewing, be not being, you know, like kind of out there and personable to the fans and all that stuff, you know, kind of being more closed off and dark and like we're just a rock and roll band kind of attitude. And, and, and that, was, that, that wasn't just part of hair metal? No, come on. We already talked about wow. this. We talked about Cinder. We talked about Tom Kiefer. We talked about Tom Kiefer. You guys are fucking nuts. Right, I'm, just you're going Joe Elliott. I'm just saying there's an argument. Are you really, going Joe Elliott? You guys are really going with Joe Elliott over Slash. I don't Let's know say that. Let's just put it in so many words. I want to hear you say Joe Elliott is better than Slash at being a hair metal. <laughs> say it. Say the words. <laughs> say <laughs> it. <laughs> say <laughs> it. Which, by the say way, it. he could have been in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> say the words. I want to hear him because I want to laugh. That would be the funniest thing I've ever heard. Joe Elliott is not better at Slash than anything. Slash is 
like I said, he's the most famous guy on this entire okay, list. Okay, but it's and not a that pure doesn't fame. Trump, if that doesn't Trump Vince anything, Neil isn't more famous than Mick no, Mars. Right. We picked Mick Mars. Vince Neil's more this famous is, than Mick Mars. This is the exact opposite. Yeah, barely. Barely. He's pretty more famous. I don't know if the, what the heck that is. I've clearly lost my control of the we're English language. Pretty let's, more let's, famous. He's a pretty more famous we're than talking, Tim. He's we're pretty more slash, famous. We're talking slash against Joe Elliott. <laughs> this is Mike Tyson. I was just calling in because I have poor English language uh Right. Too. En- enough with that. I and think we should I give it big, to Slash I was, just because I, I don't want big, him to walk out of here. I was a big fan of, of Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> Stevie I thought Vaughan he went to Beth Hemet. He had list. cool hair. Hey, both and of you idiots, don't make fun of Mike Tyson because I'm not getting my ass kicked. Do you guys really want to take Joe Elliott? I mean, we'll do it. We'll move on. I'll give it up. Let's I'm make just, a vote. Listen, of course, Joe Elliott. Stop for one second. I'm voting Slash. Who are you voting for, Brian? Stop. Who are you going to vote for? I initially said Joe Elliott, and I said... I but I said, convince me. All right, you made a lot of good points. It's a tough one for me. It's a really, it's really a, a for toss our listening up for audience. Me. Brian looks pained. I mean, it looks like his heart. Joe Elliott is not even the most hair and now guy he's in releasing his own band. Guests. Steve Clark is way more. Whoa! Than stop! We're not jumping in. Just All right, please, that's true. Stop. That's true. That's true. I shouldn't say that. Sorry, Steve. I, it's tough. I wish this was a stronger – because I, I agree with a lot of the things that you say about Slash. I don't agree with the whole famous thing because I just don't think it's – it's not what we're doing here. <laughs> Where are you, Ira? I'm with Joe Elliott still. The, the, he embraced uh, – just for the plain I, fact – I'm still with Joe Elliott. Just for the plain fact that Slash – did you ever hear Although, Slash look, look, say wait, anything? Hold on. Hold on. Just, he, he was more popular. That way? Yes. No. He was more popular, maybe more recognized. I don't know. I mean, Joe Elliott was pretty fucking recognized. I mean, back in the day. It's just Joe Elliott and the rest of Def Leppard really embraced well, the well, genre. Well, let me ask you the same question what? I asked Brian. In what way was Joe Elliott better than Slash at anything? Look, it's, I not, would listen it's not to strictly Slash. about great at. Listen, we put Bobby Dahl... Over Tom Kiefer, we said in 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 talent wise, yeah, how the Tom fuck did Kiefer's that all over him. But exactly. Bobby Dahl embraced the eighties metal. I think that yeah, the bottom line is it's eighty metal. Say anything like, "Hey, I wasn't one of those metal guys." No, he's well, never said. I don't that. know that I've heard him say anything about exactly. That. He's never tried to move himself away from it. Uh, and just because he hasn't I, said anything about it doesn't you look, can't. Just I would assume. listen to Slash all day long over Def yes, Leppard or Joe Elliott, but right. Better but than it's not just not what the contest is about. Let's move on. Let's move on. Joe Elliott, but Joe Elliott embraces wow. hair metal wow. more than wow. Slash does. Sorry. That's, that's hey, look now you know how I feel about this rounder. whole Mick Mars Vince uh, matchup. That's exactly how I felt. The feelings no. that you're feeling right now, that's how I felt. I, f- I feel like Slash just lost to somebody who probably couldn't beat Jackie Gleason. <laughs> In what? Anything. To the moon, Alice. To, <laughs> to the moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Slash. You Slash. Bitch. The biggest star on this entire fucking list. Brian, you never said it. I want to hear you s- say the words. Joe Elliott Elliot is, is better, more than, hair metal. better than Slash. I'll say Joe Elliott is more hair metal than slashes. Iris said it. 
Uh, Brian, I want to hear the words come out of your mouth. Say the goddamn uh, words. Say it. I want to hear the words come out of your mouth. Say it. Say Moving it. on to the wannabe reason. I'm not say leaving until. Charlie has more hair metal. Okay, there we go. <laughs> say the goddamn words. You're going to be okay. Son of a bitch. This is like a I want, torture and, session. And like Ira said, I want to hear from the fans on this one. Oh, my God. Wait, where, no, where was kidding. that? Okay. All right. One. I'm not <laughs> even going to write Joe Elliott's name on this. Don't I write it. Do it. Moving on to the uh, – he won't last, I'm sure. Moving on to the wannabe region. Wow. Boys and girls, let me just take a pause here. This is why you listen to the show. You don't like just look at the magic? bracket. Oh. You don't just tune in to the last this episode. probably why they're turning off the show. This right is now. why yeah, you let's listen. Let's move on to the next one. The wannabe region, number four seed, Rudy Sarzo, bassist of Quiet Riot and uh, Whitesnake. Up again. Come on, please. Now, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Number 13 seed, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, the most hair metal band of all time, according to Two Faces Radio. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, I'm Tommy Lee. Are you serious? Don't still even start. Don't even I start. Mean, Tommy Lee could take there's this whole no, thing. Th- there's, you talk about no comparison. Now I know you're bullshitting us. There's no comparison. Well, it doesn't matter because well, obviously I, I Brian figured, and I are going I with Tommy. If Joe Elliott is better than Slash. Rudy Sarzo has to be better than Tommy Lee. No, Don't see, start doing Now that. you're doing a hate move past I'm it. I'm voting choices. for Rudy Sarzo. Well, I'm voting for Tommy Lee. I'm I voting for Tommy Lee. Tommy well, Ryan there we on. go. Jesus. This is why we have a two. Now he's this is being passive-aggressive. You, you see this? Yes. No, I'm just saying I've picked up on how we're going to score this. Look, I'm going to turn down the Motley Crue because we, we'll be playing plenty of it later. All right, here we Tim, who, who's next? Don't start with us. Moving back into the high-pitch whale region where every singer has a great voice. We are up against, it's the number six. Seed Rick Allen of Def Leppard up against number 11 seed Steve Vai of David Lee Roth and quite a nice solo career as well. I, 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 I see what's going to happen here. Oh, boy. I see exactly what's going to happen. Tim's going to pick Rick Allen because he only has one arm, and that means he's got to be more hair metal than anybody. I didn't say that. <laughs> I think that's what's about to happen. There's an element to that that while you were being sarcastic and joking, I know, is no, I'm, true. I'm, I'm, there's a dedication level. I'm being serious. I think that's... there's a dedication level to producing that music. Oh bullshit! There's nothing hair metal about having one arm. Are you kidding me? All right, it's Steve Vai all day, every Vi. day for me. Def Leppard was a pussy band. They should have said, you know what, Rick. We're sorry, but we're not going to sound like a drum machine for the rest of our careers just because you got drunk and wrecked your Corvette. Oh, come on now. Jesus. They sound like shit ever since he got his arm cut off. I I think it was just a different... Let's say it was a different sound. It was a different kind of suck, but it definitely... (laughs) It was was like a friggin' Hoover. Guys, you sucked before, but now you've got a whole different kind of suck. (laughs) Well, hold on. I love now, it. Now, it see, can... you're playing a band. Right, you're playing a song right now when he had two arms. I know, I am. It was great when he had two arms, but when they, when they, uh, when he got his arm cut off, they should have just said, you know, sorry, pal, 
but we got to have a drummer with two arms. Right. I they mean, never I agree. I never liked the sound itself. And I don't. I felt bad. I don't really understand why there had to be the electronic aspect added in. I mean, why did that have to happen? Because he lost a limb. Yeah, but he's replacing. He still doesn't have a limb to hit anything different. So he's still activating something with a limb. So why did it have to be electronic? electronic yeah, is what I'm saying. So I, know, I guess to replicate a full, he needed four limbs. And he only had three. I mean, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but he's still. I, I mean, that's where the electronic shit came in. So, what was exactly happening when he was playing? Was there something that was doing something double? I don't. Know. I, don't, I, don't no, really I don't really think there was. I no, think his his it was something weird. Like his one of his feet was doing like like the what snare his arm arm hi hat or something yeah. like. Yeah. That. So that's what I'm saying. So I like, think he was doing his hi hat with his arm. And he was doing his snare and his I don't know. Some, his some of you drummers call in and tell us. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying that, like. That's why they sounded the way they did. Boom, pop, 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 boom. You know, because he yeah. couldn't do a drum fill. He played the China hit with his schmeckle. Listen, I would like to it's think. It's got to be Steve Vibe. Sorry, Rick. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's I agree. Be Steve Vibe. All right. The audience is listening. Um, and did, Steve Vibe Did you explain on. to the audience who Steve Vibe, I mean, uh, everything that he's done? Well, Solo I mean, career aside, with aside starting with uh, White Frank Zappa and right. literally transcribing Frank Zappa's music for him, which is out of really? this world. Did he do that? I didn't know. Yeah, that. he. That's how he actually started. I think he started. Is that hair metal though? That's almost by, well, too, too good, <laughs> right? But. You know, moved on to becoming the, uh, you know, had a solo career, then was discovered by David Lee Roth and, uh, you know, kind of really pulled out his hair metal chops. Somebody and asked, then uh, yeah. did his big, you know, um, what was it called? Something Aliens? Something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Vai? No, that, no, that yeah. was uh, Joe Satriani. Oh, right. Surfing, Surfing with the Aliens. Surfing with the Aliens. That's Joe Satriani. A Passion of Warfare. <clears throat> that, was, that was Steve Vai. Well, anyway. Somebody, Anyhow, somebody asked me recently. And he was in White Snake. If your, and he was in White Snake. If briefly. your imitation of my mother came from the teacher in <laughs> his solo, what, what was that song? The audience is listening. Audience is listening. Yeah, class, class. Right, right. Little Stevie Vai is going Little to play Stevie a song. Vai. Yeah, and I mean that, it's close. Came from you a can't Chichin argue. Chong record. Did it? Yeah, class, class. I'm sorry, class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that one, too. All right. All right where are we? We're at the finger gymnastics region. Funny that we all Once say again. that because... Finger oh, gymnastics. Oh, we get your great Ingve uh, imitation. Oh, baby. <laughs> Tim's legendary... I forgot how that goes. <laughs> we will rock you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the number six seed, no, Dee Snyder, lead singer of Twisted Sister, up be against... What, what, what was Ingve... Ingve Mons. What was his great quote? We used to laugh about it. Oh, we were just talking about this. Uh, um, yeah, was it? it was the thing on the airplane that happened. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I was going to say the thing about oh, like. Oh, uh, I will unleash the fucking fury. Oh, right. Unleash the fury. The fucking fury. <laughs> when the uh, the stewardess accidentally poured a drink on him. Oh, fuck you! I will release the fucking fury. I release the fury. <laughs> I will say that when he was on that metal show this season, sitting up there, somebody asked him the question, have you ever written anything that you can't play, I think? And long story short, his his response was basically like, 
it's only good if I can't play. Like, you know, like if it's not too difficult for me. Yeah. If it's too difficult for me to play, then it's, it's not good. It's great. Oh, oh I that's see. what makes it great. You know, like, okay. like, yes, I have played things that are too hard for me <laughs> to play, <laughs> but I played them. <laughs> you know, like, right. I don't know. It was the most confusing thing ever, but. You know, the great thing about Ingve is that, uh, is it Ingwe or Ingve? I think it's Ingve. All right. That's how I've always heard it. Ingve. Yeah. I picture him coming out of the womb with big hair and a Stratocaster <laughs> right. and leather Oh, is this, is this going to tilt your uh, argument then? That sounds I, like a statement that I would... think he's more hair metal than uh-huh. Oof. But Come I, on, D. I, Snyder? I think Ingve has the biggest ego of anybody on this thing. <laughs> he and, may. Uh, He's got the adi- he's got more attitude than anybody. D, D was great as well. D, you, to your argument, D is still hair metal to this day. He is, but yeah, but they've always been a little bit cartoonish. Yeah, that's what Yngwie's hair metal is. Ingve is a little bit cartoonish too, and yeah, but he's y- still y- hair metal Yngwie's, to this day. Also, Ingve doesn't paint his face. Ingve is Ingve. I don't like Ingve particularly. But Ingve like still wears that same leather suit. That sorry, Ingve, you don't quite fit in anymore. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's got the gut busting out of it now. Why are we talking you know? about guys nowadays, anyway? I mean, I know well, I just I know I just brought up D nowadays. Well, the but entire body of work. Because the, yeah, I that mean, counts. just looking at them from I know, but start to finish. We're not, we're not looking at a moment in time. I feel like these two guys, we could just kind of stick to late '80s and have them battle it out. I mean, here's my thing. You know, kind of speaking to a little bit because part of it, if all things are equal, if they both sort of stick to their hair metal guns and they're both true to the genre and they're both you know showmen and they're both this and this then to me it falls on well who was the biggest and d snyder was the biggest well, he of was, those two he was the biggest of those not, two but, but not by a lot i mean let's be honest i think by a they pretty had, good margin they had one record that had had some hits and everything else after that was laughed at yeah. they were kind of a joke after that first album that yeah hit. When they started doing shit like, uh, what was the one about Leader the of the Pack? Leader of the Pack. Oh Come on. my god, that was the worst. Yeah, that was shit I've ever heard. That, that could hurt them. Ever. That could yeah. hurt them right you know? there. That's well, almost, that's that almost like Vince Neil getting plastic surgery. But look, band, hair metal bands doing horrible covers is very hair metal because they all did it. This is also confusing they, to me. They did. They did covers, but a lot of the covers were kind of cool. Yeah, like Radar Love was great. You know, and by White Lion. When, when Van Halen did Substitute um, by Scorpions was not great. Right. When, when Van Halen did Pretty Woman, that was great. That and was I, great. I can't explain why Scorpions was terrible. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I did substitute. It was <laughs> I can't explain. It was well, I can't sorry, explain. I can't explain. Yeah. Can't explain. I think it's love. So I say to you <laughs> when I feel blue, but I can't explain. <laughs> I'm feeling good now. Yeah, but. <laughs> Hitler Wait, singing where, that? What, who are we talking I, about again? What happened? Oh, uh, D. Snyder. Uh, uh, one thing about Ingve is I, I, I feel like Ingve didn't try at all to be like hair metal. I think a lot of times hair metal he just kind of tried to be hair, like him. Yeah, he just was hair metal. And I will say he didn't this. try very D. hard. D. Snyder now is in that phase of, and I, I know, I, I hear what you're saying, you know, like, we should be going. why is it today? But it, it does factor in. You know he's doing like you guys are he's off doing the rails. like he's doing like musicals so? and stuff like that. Who gives a shit? Ah. So is Sebastian. We moved him forward. Ooh shit! Well, that could hurt him later on. If he comes well, up against Mick Mars, you're well, not I'm, being consistent. Who's been in nothing I'm but going, Motley Crue? I'm going with Ingve because I think these are these guys are both heavy hitters in the hair metal thing. But 
Ingve, a very. This is a really I, close I, one. I, I give it to Ingve by nose. Mm, no, D is I, I the embodiment like the, I just of fucking like hair metal for me. Are you kidding me? There's now so I got those videos. <sighs> that is it. The cartoon, cartoonish is what hair metal is. Like, it was only for like a six month period. So what? Everything before that and after that was a joke. All right. When you say the words D Snyder, do you yeah. think of him? What he's doing right now, or do you think of those two videos? I think. Okay. I think he was one of the goofiest guys to ever step up to a mic. I know, and it was yeah. great. It was hair metal. It was, it, was, it, was, it was. He was good at what he did. Hey, do you see the video where he kicked that guy's not, ass? Yeah. And he threw him great. to the pavement? That is pretty hair Just metal. Just on that alone. That, that's pretty good. That's fucking cool. Ingve attacked a, a stewardess and unleashed the fucking fury. <laughs> and, and, and one time, Ingve, when I was in Budapest, Hungary... <laughs> Well, I don't know why I sound like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. On the phone. Hello. I also killed Hello. somebody with my Fender Stratocaster. Yes, Ingve, yeah, we can full, hear you. Is this too fast for radio? This is yes, Ingve. Thank you for calling in long you. distance. Where where are you, Ingve? I am over here. I'm, if you guys vote for the guy from Twisted Sister before me, I will come over and unleash the fucking fury. <laughs> On all of your motherfuckers. All right, Ingve, settle down. We better, we better, we better put him forward. I'm just gonna, right. I'm just gonna go ahead. Okay, Ingve, I'm just gonna go ahead and vote for you. Ingve, Ingve, listen, Ingve. Okay, Ingve, listen. You're moving forward. You're moving forward. Okay. Look, Ingve, we are a critically acclaimed podcast. I'm sorry, I got a little bit mad. I always unleashed this fucking theory. But now I got the theory under control. But now then let you vote for me and not the guy from Tracy Sister or your cocksuckers. Ingve, Ingve, we're voting for you. We're <laughs> moving you forward. Do you understand this show? No, we're not. I'm still D. You're still, you're Ingve? I think I'm Ingve. Oh, my God. And I'm going to say this because. Now you dumb bastards finally coming <laughs> to your fucking cocksucking senses. I think it's because, I think it's because of the, the indiscretions that D. Snyder's had. I think. I think leader of the pack was a big indiscretion. Oh, fuck yeah! And but I think that, and I think that the, I think that the Broadway, the musical, writing the oh, musicals, who cares? And, but Sebastian yeah, is doing that too. I know, I know. Well, you know, we'll see how that affects him in the future. But okay. really, D. Snyder's out of this con- out of the most Listen. hair metalist contest. Yeah, he's Snyder's out of the out? contest. I have to hang You've got to be out of your fucking mind. And I do have to say too, there is a part that you know while. I don't initially think of it, but in the moment, I do agree with what Tim's saying a little bit about the cartoonishness of it. I agree with you that there was a cartoon quality, but I don't think that the cartoon quality came intentionally in true hair metaldom. I think theirs was very intentional, which almost takes it out of being hair metalness. So, you, well, you think they were? Um, I think there's a hair metal. I, in other words, you think they were making fun of it. I think they were almost making fun of it. Yeah. I think, in, in other words, that Motley Crue had a cartoonish phase, but I think at the time they were very serious about that sure. cartoonishness. It, it was you almost like D- Twisted Sister wanted you to make fun of it. Yeah, there was always so tongue in cheek t- with them. I think it was. Yeah. I do. I, I think it that. was. I think it was almost a kiss. It was their version of Kiss, right? And 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 like the New York Dolls. Like, see, for me though, I together. agree with you, but for me, that puts them over the top because that's very hair metal. Is to kind of yeah. almost make fun of it and go go way over the top with it. I see that, but to me, to me, there's just something more hair metal about doing it 
by accident. Yeah, I, I do agree you with know, that. Being sincere. Yeah. All I right. Think, well, right look, I don't feel like arguing anymore. I think you, you guys are giving me a fucking migraine. And just, he was. Why am I always the one who's the descent? Like, I've always got to be the. Why am I always the one who's choosing? Because we're the two sensible guys, and you're kind of the one that's flighty a little bit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sensible. I'm the guy that goes with his gut. I don't know. You guys get too detailed about your um, decision making, and I just kind of no. I, I get everything. You I say go with about my D. gut more. That, that was a tough one. That was a tough one for me. I don't like to get too detailed about. I wrote Ingve in the wrong spot. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the spinning sticks region. Come on, let's get this voice back going on the gypsy road to the final four. Here we go. Moving along. We are about a halfway through our first round here. Kip Winger, the number six seed, up against his own guitar player, Red Beach, wow, number 11. Really? Nice. Good Listen, one. Listen, I don't think it's a good one. I'm just, let me jump out there so I don't have to be that guy. For me, it's Red Beach. Really? He's twi- I'm, I'm sorry, Kip Winger. He's oh, he's twisting okay. around, doing ballet moves. Oh, he's doing ballet the moves. Big hairy chest. Yeah, yeah. He was in Playgirl magazine yeah, all he, day. He did, oh day. yeah, the Playgirl. But there's, not, thing. but there's nothing hair metal about ballet. I mean, come on, really? But the flamboyance that's that's hair metal. It's and and the dedication to just being you know out there and doing whatever sort of sets you aside for apart from everybody else, you know. And that was his. Thing, you know, maybe so. I, I gotta go with Red Beach. Really? I think they were both. I don't even know that there was a personality behind that. Well, name. Red Beach and like he like he he plays with White Snake for he does. For I, years saw, now. I saw him uh, with White yeah. Snake kind of recently. But he's not even like but the I, lead I, I, guitar I, player in White Snake. Like uh, the other dude, a uh, John uh, John not John not Sykes. John Sykes. Uh, That's the old guitar player. But it's also I can't think of his name. But I don't know. He's also a blonde guy. He does he does a lot of the stuff though. Yeah. He does all the Steve Vai parts. I kind of think of these guys as sort of being even because they were in the same band and they were both. Yeah, then I got to go Kip because he's a lead singer. He's a lead uh, singer and he's the that. one that, his name is Winger. His I, name is Winger. I, I, I get it. I'm, just, I'm, I'm still going to go with Reb though because I think for the entire body of work, Kip has tried to move himself away from it a little bit and Reb's, ah. st- Reb is still a shredder. All right, look, let's let's move on. But, right? we're, but, but I get it. I'm Winger. That's cool. Me too. Are That's you a winger? Cool. Fuck yeah, Let's I'm keep winger. Going. Any sensible person listening to this right now is going, what's wrong with you people? No, we're saying who's, winger. who's the I most hair metal. I'm aware of what the contest is about. Who's the most hair metal? Listen. In my mind, Let's hair metalists don't just, brag about their, their ballet experience. Let's just say this. When I look back at but every hair metal. But apparently with you guys, you're, you're really oh, influenced by hold that. Hold on a second. When I look back at every hair metal madness we've done, all four of them. In the end, the bottom line is we get the shit right. <laughs> and for we some reason, that's not happening way. tonight. We will yes. in the end when we hey you crown, won more matchups when we crown our most the greatest hair medalist of all time. What the fuck? <laughs> when we crown the, the greatest hair medalist of all time. In the end, we're gonna sit back and say, you know what? You know what? We did good. We got it right. Yes, we done good. We done. <laughs> we done good. Slashes out. Joe Elliott is in. I got nothing else to say. Well, you better say because we got more matchups. Hmm. On right. to the wannabe well, I've got, I've got plenty to say about those. Yeah. Oh, our right, sweet, sweet Lita Ford, the number six seed, up against the dearly departed Janie Lane. Lead Janie singer Lane. Janie, it's got to be Janie Lane. 
warrant the number 11 seed. It was a complete seed. train wreck in an absolute hair metal fashion. It's got to be James. I, I, much as I like Lita. I have to agree. I like Lita, but. You got to like Lita for what she <clears throat> tried to do for the ladies. I always but, got the uh, feeling that Janie tried so hard to break out of his hair metalness, but it was just like a suit of hair metal armor. <laughs> he couldn't break out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Janie. Yeah. Gosh, dang. That was, I mean, he was really a, a tragic toast. guy. A toast. Raise your glasses, everybody. Janie Lane. Warren. Moment of silence. I think Janie tried to... Or a moment of warrant. Janie couldn't have been more hair metal if he tried. I have to agree. And, you know... And I'm just not particularly fond of Lita anyway. So I don't care if we don't have to talk about her anymore. All right. Let's move. We are back to our high-pitch whale region. Where every lead singer has a... String tied around their nuts to get every note they need. <laughs> We've got the number three versus the number 14. Oh, Tracy Guns. Number three seed Tracy Guns of LA, LA Guns up against the number 14 seed Juan Crocier. And Guns N' Roses. Bass player of Rat. Tracy Guns was the Guns of Guns N' Roses. He was the Guns of Guns N' Roses initially. You're right. So we've got the guitar play- original guitar player of Guns N' Roses and... Currently of L.A. Guns. Up against Juan Crozier, the spiraling bass playing. He had names for his moves on he stage. He did. That's which is very hair metal. metal. That's pretty, pretty hair fucking metal. hair metal. Names for his moves? Yeah. Like well, what? actually, I the think helicopter. the other guys had names for his moves. Remember that? That was one of them, the helicopter. Yeah. But I think it was the other guys that really had the names for him. Yeah. You know? Which is still he was completely over the top with his performance and his look and his everything. He he had that part down, and I think Tracy Guns. I think he had a little bit of that. They were not real hair metal, you know. Yeah. Well, Tracy was a fixture on the LA scene. He was. He was really good. They were probably a a little too rock and roll. He's a good guitar player, but I don't think he could hang with Axel and where Axel was going. You know, I think Axel was ready to be. Excess over the top, and I'm not saying that Tracy didn't party and do all that stuff, but I just think that he was a little bit more. Although Guns N' Roses was really musically not as hair metal as a lot of the other hair metal bands. It's got to be the guy from Rat. It's got to be Juan Cruz. What do you think? think? Yeah, I I agree. Let's go. All right. All right. Moving on. Finger gymnastics. Stretch out, boys, because you got to get those finger taps going. The number three seed, Billy Sheehan, the ever-impressive bass player from David Lee Roth and Mr. Big, up against the number 14 seed, George Lynch, always going back to school and learning more, Mr. George Lynch, guitar player from Dokken. Boys, this is a tough one. Do you think? For me, I think it is. Ira? Um, it's not tough at all for me. Yeah, I, it's not tough for me, but I want to see which way you're going. I'm going with George Lynch. See, I'm going with Billy Sheen. Really? Oh, fuckers. Billy's a good dude. I mean, he's just a straight-up I know, but New I York did guy. see him live with Dave Lee Roth. And whoo, 
Oh, he's a great performer. Yeah, and yeah. I will and I he's will say incredible this incredible player. We talked about this, Tim. But what a flamboyant! Not to bring up something that man. wasn't on the show, but we're putting it on the show now. We've had the discussion about who's the best. Um, I don't know what you call them. The best musical guest, musical on, guest on, uh, on that, metal that metal show, and I think Billy Sheehan could have been it. Yeah, well, but that Bill, has Billy's nothing to do with being the greatest hair metalist of all no. time. Billy is a very level-headed, nice guy who always behaves himself, and um, he's a he's a total pro. George in, in Lynch, every sense of the word, which is not exactly hair metal if you think about it. In right. some ways, and George Lynch he had none of the admittedly. And George Lynch admittedly said on, like, a behind the music or something like, listen, musically, I think we were original and pushing the limits and doing our own thing. As far as everything else, he said, what are they using? Oh, Aquanet 24? Okay, that's what we got to get. Get a case of Aquanet 24. I think image-wise, I don't think he had any clue. I think he was just following yeah. whatever anybody so else does did. Does that make your argument for, for uh, that Billy would, Sheen? That would push me a little more towards Billy Sheen. But Billy Sheen, to me, was like, he was really he a life studio guy. Studio guy right, who, who did whatever. Like, okay, I'm in David Lee Roth's but, band. I've got to look like David Lee Roth what, wants me I, to. I, but he, he wasn't just a studio guy. He was playing in, I saw Billy Sheen in the 70s with a group called Talus. Well, Talus? Talus, T-A-L-S. But he was essentially like a hired gun. I mean, he was playing with whoever. <laughs> I mean, Dave... Just kind of hired him. Not always. Really? I mean, I'm, I'm voting for George Lynch, but I can't say that Look, Billy was a I saw Billy, Billy Sheehan live with Dave Lee Roth, and he was flailing around that stage yeah. like a real hair metalist. Yeah. And that's what I'm basing And I saw decision. him in 78, way before hair metal, and he was already doing that. I mean, the reason that David Lee Roth nice hired Billy was because Billy was the best bass player in rock at the time. Could have been better for Right. Rockin'. You know. They came looking for him. I mean, this is tough, you know. Whereas Dockin George Lynch was just musically. George George Lynch had a very narrow window. It was hair metal. It was, but I will also say that George Lynch, Billy was a could real play funk. student. Billy could play James Brown tunes. Right. Great. I've heard him do it, man. He's a great bass player. Yeah, but if you're Mark D'Alessio, you can only play one genre and you can't play anything else. Well, <laughs> oh no, don't start. What is that not right? Um, George Lynch. Was a real student, though. I mean, I read many articles of him, like, when they're off the road, he's literally taking classes and going back to school. Exactly. And he pl- applied it all in a very all, hair metal fashion. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Hear, did you ever hear him play anything that wasn't hair metal? I mean, if, if anything, he went a little darker, you know, with Mr. Scary. And, and David Lee like Roth kicked Billy Sheehan out of the band. Why? Basically because he was too good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the reason. They, they hired... Um, Greg Bissonette's brother to be the bass player, and he just stood there and went, "This is him right here." Boom, 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 I don't have it anymore. Yeah, maybe I did see the Edom and Smile tour. Is Poison opening? Well, that tour went on for a long time. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. All right, you're going Billy Sheen. You're going Billy. I don't know. This is. I'm tough. going Billy. You this guys, is hard. You know, to me, to me, all right, here's the deciding factor for me, and I'll let you vote. 
to me, uh, George is nothing but hair metal. And Billy was, Billy's just a great talent in, in several different styles of music. He could See, play I, anything. And, and, sort of, and sort of jumped on it because, hey, this is where I am. This is they what I do right now. They came looking for him because he was a great bass player. Right. I'm basing all mine on just that one performance I saw of him. And he was great. Was, it was very... Like I said, I, I saw him like in the he 70s. Was, he dressed he like Dave Lee Roth at the time. He was doing the, the finger tapping stuff like on bass like in... 78. Yeah. He was doing it before Eddie Van Halen was. But, but George Lynch was the bigger presence. I will. George Lynch, to me, was just the best hair modelist. I guess I could go either I, I way. Think I, can, I think I can. I think I'm going to go with Lynch. And I, and I like what the one thing you're saying is that he was always hair metal. He was. You're right. Even to this day, he's still hair metal. George Lynch. Lynch mob is still hair metal, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, Seems like he wants to try other things, but it just comes out hair metal. It just sounds like hair metal, yeah. You know? Yeah, because he, like, he switched his gear, like, from, like, ESPs to, like, you know, actual strats, you know, and, and it all still sounds like still George sounds Lynch, like hair metal, George yeah. Lynch hair metal. Which, that's not a bad thing. No. All right, I'm going George Lynch. All right. Beautiful. Moving on. I mean, I don't care. Well, I was I was picking Billy, but I was you uh, made sway me a little bit. That's another close one. Neither one of those guys are like huge stars, uh, right? I mean, let's yeah. let's be honest. Neither one of those guys is going to be in the finals, no. right? Okay, so moving on to the spinning sticks region back here. The number three seed, Adrian Vandenberg, guitar player for White Snake, up against. Ricky Rackman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Rocket. Rocket Although course. Ricky Rackman would have been an interesting guy just to throw in here. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Yeah, he would have. Just he like was, Sam. Uh, he Sam, was a hair medalist. He was a hair medalist. He just wasn't in the band. Ricky Rocket. The can number we 14 move, seed can from we just Poison. Move Ricky Rocket on. <laughs> can we just move on to the wannabe thing? <laughs> let's There's no on. way Vandenberg beats Ricky Rocket. No, no way. All right. I'm not. Yeah, let's go. Beautiful. Sorry, Adrian, but... Is that, is that how you spell Ricky's name? Or is it two kids? I don't know. He put, Ira, please. Well, Brian put R-I-K-I. Listen. What? Are we really getting into this? Well, no, I was curious. If he spell spelled, it however the fuck you want to spell well, no, it. No, that's why I'm asking. I don't do, know. Do you know? I'm no, I have no knowledge. knowledge. I have no knowledge of how to spell <laughs> I'm asking Ricky for knowledge. make-believe name. So, so you want me to write R-I-K-I? You write know. whatever feels good for you. <laughs> I'm writing R I K I I. I'm writing R I. I'm going to write R U I K I. All right. Moving on to the wannabe region. We've got the number three seed, Warren D. Martini, lead guitar Shredder from Rat. Up against Mark Torian, the lead vocalist, number 14 seed from The Bullet Boys. Oh, man. Start it up. Mine. I'm going with Warren. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. Mark Torian wanted to be Dave Lee Roth. But he wasn't. That is true. He but did he want to be, but he, he was did just... a good job of just being a hair metal guy. Yeah. That's true, but... On a side note, I did see him at the Star Bar kind of like relatively recently, and it was a kick-ass show, I have to admit. Really? I'm, yeah, was that? I'm not saying that. Eh, it was probably like five. But we're talking about Warren D. Martini. Okay. That's why I said relatively recently. <laughs> This is a tough one because, you know, Warren never really did. Uh, and, and he was early on. I mean, you know, not to be depressing. Know, whatever. What? No, not to be depressing, but, you know, not to be like a little. What? But 
you know, like in the early days, you know, when you're finding your dudes that you're like, man, this is the dude, you know, he was my your guy. Bro, your you know? bro crushes? My bro crush, you know, like my guitar player crush. Yeah, I'm, you know, he's the one I'm pulling the pictures out and putting it up with him and his guitar and he's shredding and all that stuff. So, you know, it's it's hard for me, but he never really had the big, big hair. He never, there were certain things about him that weren't very, he didn't have a big persona. Whereas you look at Mark Torian, and I, Mark Torian had a huge persona. Not really. They, and those a pretty guys, badass voice. Those guys were pretty much unknown. They had one Listen, small hit. One. Small. I saw them at a, at a CD signing and a CD release thing. In New Haven, Connecticut, at Strawberry Records, where, yeah. which is one of these places that had one of the first listening stations we had in New Haven, Connecticut. How many people were there? There was a good crowd there. And in the middle of the crowd, he gets up on the table, and I, God knows what the heck he Mark yelled Torian out. Does? Yeah. yeah. Gets up on the table and just did like a, you know, basically like a smooth <laughs> You know, like completely for no reason. Yeah. That's pretty hair metal. Just to sort of do it, you yeah. know, just to sort of show so, it off. Sounds very Sebastian Bach. Very Sebastian Bach. Yeah. She was very hair metal. But Iris said one thing. I mean, the guy was obviously a David Lee Roth knockoff. Listen, you got to have your, you got to have your mm. idols, your heroes. Well, I don't care about that, but I'm saying that's a plus for him being a hair yeah, metal. Yeah, that's yeah. because he was trying to kind of rip off the ultimate. Yeah, maybe, but. I mean, they, they just weren't that big of a band. Look, he was he blonde. Was never that, he was flamboyant. He was never that. I got I to gotta admit, when I saw his name, I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Oh, that's the guy from Bullet Yeah. I, I, and we're talking Warren D. Martini. I know. I know. But In 80s hair metal, the guitar player ruled. The biggest, we've already said, Rat was probably. Hey, this they, is a they, tough one for me, too. I haven't. Rat went difficult. through the first yeah. five years of their career being the second or third biggest band in right. metal. Yeah, I mean, and they were my favorite, you know, early on. Before Tesla, it was rap. Martini was the guitar guy. And guitar guys were a big thing in the hair metal genre. I can remember ninth grade or tenth grade driving down to Florida with my best friend, Andy Tamarkin, and every night going to sleep, pulling out the cassette player, popping in Dancing Undercover, and just listening to it one side after the other, one side after the other. Mark Torian just wasn't that well-known. Did you ever see the guy on the cover of a magazine? I, no, probably not. Warren was the lead guitar player for Rat, one of the biggest hair metal bands of the day. Yeah, but... I mean, we're, we're comparing a band that was very small to a band that was very large. But it's not always about the size. Size doesn't always matter, to No, but in this case, to me, it does. I mean, it's not like we're comparing Rat and Def Leppard or... Scorpions. We're talking about the Bullet Boys. They had one. Th- this is their only hit, and it was just kind of a. It was a. It was. It was a MTV hit, and that was it. Yeah, I know. It didn't make it to any radio hey, station. Having having a one hit, one round band and is round. Metal. We're talking about the guy who 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 played guitar on Round and Round. Yeah, I know. You're saying this guy's bigger than the guy who played guitar on Round and Round. Now, if you guys want to say singer. that, if you guys want to say that, I'll go along with you. I you can't say that. So good at. Twisting, <laughs> he should be a the lawyer. Meaning of what we're trying to say here. No, I'm just saying if you want to say that this guy, who most people don't even know who it is, is a better hair medalist than Warren D. Martini of Rat, the guy who played guitar on Round and Round. Name, 
Come on, name some more rad songs, Brian. I know you know them all. I know all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's not the point. Hands, Who was your favorite guitar player in 1983? But he, was the, he wasn't Stephen Piercy, is our in, point. In 1983, who was your most? Who was your, your favorite guitar player? It, it was Warren D. Martini. Hands and down. And his band was enormous, were they not? Yeah. They were huge. I'm just saying this. Other than I'm shredding just Warren, guitar solos, I don't know. Mark Torian might embody more. Opinion, in my opinion... No member of Rat can lose to any member from the Bullet, Bullet Boys. Boys. I, I just can't go. Bullet there. Boys has a place in my heart, though. I, I loved, know they do. I loved this record. I'm, I know they do. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I mean, they I, were they were big for about two argue. months, and that was it. They never did, never did anything before. Never did anything since. In fact, Freak I, show was I, a I good will album. say this: Freak Show is a great album, yeah. but this could be the thing for me that actually hurts Mark Torian is that. They really moved away. They got real heavy and dark. You know, sure. they also did that thing where they sort of tried to be rock and roll. Shifted. Well, let's vote. Know? Let's vote. I'm going to go with. And that. Rat was always Rat. And I'm going to go with Warren D. Martini. Who are you going to go with? He convinced me. I'm going with Warren. I think D. I got to go with Warren okay. too. Yeah. yeah. I, I I got you, Timbo. I'm playing uh, Hard as a Rock in honor of Mark Torian going away. As our hearts feel right now, saying goodbye to Mr. Torian. Now we're back to the high-pitched whale. And this was kind of an odd pairing right here, in a way. <laughs> Brian likes this one. I love it. Just for the alliteration. The number, exactly. se- the number seven well, seed. It's not alliteration. It's Ozzy. Uh, it's the ZZ m- pair up. Versus the number 10 seed, Izzy. But this should go pretty quickly, though. Ozzy Osbourne of Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Izzy Stradlin of Guns N' Roses. L- listen, Ira said it should go pretty easy. Ira, tell us why. Start it off. Uh, Izzy, if you're going to pick any members of Guns N' Roses to be a hair metalist, it's either got to be Axel or Slash. I feel like. Steven Adler was, Adler, yeah. he was pretty much entrenched true. in his hair metalness. Shit, I keep playing two at once. Would you say that Izzy's the least hair metal guy in Guns? I would say, yeah. Maybe. That's right. That is what I'm saying. And then Ozzy, in a way, is not really hair metal. metal well, but he was such an but he icon tried to be. at he, the time. But he did embrace he did know, the shirt, long, ja- he, the long sparkly, sparkly jacket. jacket. That was pretty much Yeah, that hair was metal. hair metal. I mean, he had the big hair. He had the long sparkly jacket. So you're jackets. saying we should just go with Ozzy and move sure. on? All yeah. right, let's go with Ozzy. Right, let's okay. go with Ozzy. Sharon, I'm ready to the second round. We will defer to Ira's better judgment on this one. Oh, yeah. All right, gentlemen. While you write it down, I'm going to keep it moving. Finger Gymnastics region, here we come again. The number seven seed. Wow. You've all been waiting for him. You've all been wondering, where is this boy? Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses up against the number 10 seed. Nikki Six. All right, I'm going to change Motley something Crew. that I said earlier. I think Axel's probably the most famous guy in this paper. He's probably more famous than Slash, don't you think? Well, no, I don't think so. I think Slash think? is more yeah. famous. You think so? Well, Axel's yeah. been out of the spotlight for a while. This is a tough one for me. I don't, I don't know which way I'm going to go with this. This isn't tough for me. All right, well, go ahead. Convince me. It, it's an interesting one. While Axel definitely had the flamboyance and the, the attitude and all that stuff, there was still something about him that seemed to be offended 
by the idea that he might be lumped with these other bands of the 80s. Whereas Nikki Six, I think, embraced it. And I think Nikki Six wrote a lot of those songs. Nikki Six, again, is one of those guys that has never really done anything outside of Motley Crue and has been hair metal from day one to day now. And I actually go with Nikki Six. Boom. I saw some actual Rose Mike videos <laughs> today on uh, YouTube. Some recent shows. Yeah. And his band now is just straight up hair metal. Axel's one of these guys that, you know, he always wanted to say, I'm not like those guys. But he really was. I agree. You know. But that that constant denial, that constant well, I, yeah. disalignment with those bands is what nags yeah, I get it. and it's gnaws like the Tom at Kiefer me. thing. Yeah. But he wasn't as vocal about it as Tom Kiefer because he wasn't really vocal about anything. Listen, I'm going to say one thing. One Tom quote. Tom Kiefer definitely one came quote. out and said, I'm not that. Motley Crue behind the music. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just killed Nikki Six. <laughs> Motley Crue. Nikki Six died. Came back. I'm so And continued to, to do heroin. Uh, I don't know how much of that story I believe, to be honest. I don't know if I believe any of it, but I'm still going with he it. He loves telling it. He loves telling it. I don't know. I'm still not really. To me, the fact that Axel, I think Axel's crazy. I think he's batshit crazy. I don't think he even and I think he was knows very, what genre he fits in. I think he was very hair metal. He just I think they're both douches, it. though. They are kind of they both douches. They seem to be. There's a quality for both, but I think that Nikki has that typical 80s metal doucheness. It's almost like that, like, almost like that uh, high school jock thing, you know, that like... Like him and Tommy just both seem like... metal, man. Yeah, Yeah, they just seem like just a bunch of dummies in a way, you know? They kind of had that dumb jock mentality. Yeah, yeah. It's like that dumb jock, but it's like dumb metal dude. Dude, what's up? Right. So you're thinking that all hair metal guys kind of are LA fucking metal, dude? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Um, you ready? But Axel was just so fucking big. I mean, just so he enormously. Was. Are you big. ready he to was. move on? I don't know. Because I am. All right. I'm going with Nikki Six. All right, let's go. For exactly the reasons that Brian proposes, which I'm not just bailing on it just to say, yeah, he convinced me. No, that, that's pretty much exactly what I was going to say. Nikki Six yeah, moves I'm, on. I'm not going to put up an argument. Those, yeah. are, those are two big names. Yeah, it is tough when, you know, certain ones, it's like somebody's going down, and I guess that's it. All right, the number seven, ten wait, matchup. Wait, before we move spinning. on, though, yes. what's the better hair metal name, Axel Rose or Nikki Six? That's tough. I that, think that Axel. That is a tough one. Oh, wow. Just, just going by the names. Nikki Six. Axel I still go Rose? Nikki Six. Axel, Axel Rose. Axel Rose. That's Nikki Six. Six with two X's. Well, why, yeah. why, why, why don't we look at it this way? Who had the most metal real name? I don't know. Oh, right. Like a- what Axel was, Axel was, was Bill Bailey. Oh, yeah? Was, yeah, William Bailey. Yeah, William right. Bailey. That and was Axel. Nikki, and Nikki is, was... Um, I don't even know what his was. Nikki was Vince Ferrano or something really? like that. <laughs> Nikki's name was Vince? That I'm thinking that of Vince. Yeah. Vince's yeah, name was Vince Ferrano. <laughs> Nikki's name was, was Vince? Vince? That would be fucking confusing. <laughs> That'd be like... Us no, no, being Vince in the band was, and me um, deciding to call myself 
Tim Rim. <laughs> Tim Rim. What was Vince's name? With two M's. I mean, I mean, what was Nikki's name? I don't know. I can't remember. But it was something goofy. And anyway. we are, as as Ira on? has said many times, we are live without an internet, so we will not know what Nikki's real name was. But somebody can call in with it. Yeah. But we do know that we're on to the spinning We are on to the spinning sticks, sticks region. Where if you were a drummer in the 80s... No more dilly-dallying, gentlemen. We you didn't know how up. to spin your sticks in the 80s. Get away from the drum set. That's right. Vinny the number Vincent. Seven t- number seven seed, Vinny Vincent. Guitar player from KISS and the Vinny Vincent Invasion. Is that the only two? And the number 10 yeah. seed, really? Steve Clark from, from Def Leppard. Hmm. Also a tragic... Rock and roll story. Yeah. I don't care. Let's just move somebody on. <laughs> the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Do you remember who his singer was? Yes. Wait. Uh, Mark, Mark Slaughter. 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 Yeah. Look at us. I gotta Look go at with us. Steve. I got to go with Steve who Clark. Who needs Google? Who needs Google when we've got Brian Big and Eagle. Ira? Yeah. Exactly. Rugel. Brugel. Brugel. <laughs> Steve Clark. This is Brugel. He's going Steve Clark. Steve. I think I'm going to go Steve Clark, too. Steve Clark. He lived the rock and roll excess lifestyle, couldn't get out of it. He had a song written about him from Tesla called Song and Emotion. I oh, mean, you know, come really? on. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, right. Song and Emotion from uh, Busta Nut. No, Busta Nut, Psychotic Supper. They actually had a record called Busta Nut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was from... So, it, uh, it's like Night in the Ruts. But Sorry. a little more literal. The Robert Downey Jr. movie where the hip-hop guy had a candy bar called Busta Nut. <laughs> no, I don't know that. What was that? Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Al Pacino, that was his name. All right, we're, right. we're putting... Um, Booty Sweat was So Steve Clark? Drink. Steve Clark is moving Steve on? Steve Clark, yep. Let's yeah. go on to the wannabe region. Wannabe region. Here we go with the number 710 matchup. Oh, the non-metal band, according to Tim Butler, Nuno Betancourt, guitar player from Extreme, up against Zach Wilde Woo! of Ozzy Osbourne. Wow, two, two East Coast guys, two East Coast guys. Ooh, you guys are both East Coast guys. Boston so, versus Jersey. So I'll listen to you, Nuno. They were both almost like too good. <sighs> you know, Zach just Zach just. Zach went so far away from it. I you know, like Zach, Zach is more so like, heavy. I, I think it's Zach, and I think like some grizzly metal, uh, like biker guy. Right. You yeah. Know? And Nuno, but I think of his hair metal. As hair metal. As you think? Yeah. I do, yeah. I would go with Zach, but really? if you guys want to go with Nuno, that's cool. Zach did play with Ozzy. He did play with Ozzy, but he had that, that was a short-lived. It's like that thing you were talking about before, like the blip on the screen, like... It was kind of short-lived. You know, once he got well, out of Ozzy, he really. did Pride and Glory, which yeah. is like fucking heavy Southern rock. Yeah. And then he moved into Black Label Society, which got even heavier. I think he's and been so long. Nuno did more than words. And Nuno did more than words, which is about which as, is as, f- polar as hair opposite metal as you, you get, get, though, in well, many ways. I just you know? never really thought of Extreme as a metal band of any <sighs> sort. I mean, I don't see what they're they're hair metal to me all the way. I don't, I don't, I don't have any uh, connection to either one of these guys. Whoever you guys want to go with, is I got to go Nuno. All right, let's go with Nuno. Yeah, I'm going Nuno. I was about to start playing some music from 
one, one of these guys, but you know what? <laughs> Let's just move on. Keep it moving, baby. I don't know. That might have been me. Yeah. I apologize. No, I don't care. I just Gentlemen. No, I care. <laughs> All right. We're going to be wrapping this up pretty quick. We are hopefully. in the final round. Oh, this is going to be tough. High pitch well. Of the region. first round. <laughs> I was trying to think of what the hell did I just say. We're in the final pairings yeah. of the first round. So let's get to it. The high pitch whale region. Get your voice higher or get out. The number two seed, Chip Zenuff from Enough Zenuff, up against, oh boy, the number 15 seed. It's going to be tough. Brett Michaels. Michaels. Wow. Well, obviously, one of them way more popular. Yeah, Brett Michaels all day, every day of the week, seven days of the week. Because why? Be, first if it's, of all, if it's just a yeah, popularity contest, yes. Because I think I think if you went through a list of what it is to be hair metal, I think you could probably check off both of them all the way down the list, and then you get to who is bigger, and there's no comparison. And Brett Michaels and the cover of that first album alone. Oh yeah, with, with puts them looking them like girls over the top. It's '80s hair metal. Yeah, but let's do so Oblivion. Chip Short. I mean, I agree with you. I think Brett ultimately wins. One chip, but, and but Chip was, was a little later, weren't they? Chip was. They're in there. He he uh, went out with Madonna for a minute. Seven. Chips and Upton. Yeah. Really? Well, who yeah. did? I don't think that's enough to put you. Put I don't. I don't either, really. But I'm just saying. Let's don't, let's give him his due. They had that song "Fly High, Michelle," which is really. It kind of psychedelic But I metal. feel like that was like 91 or something. Was it that late? Was it? I think it was I about 90 was, or so. Was it? Like that. I yeah, feel I like it was so earlier than that. It was like the video was all hippy-dippy with the peace signs. And but the, I'm picturing myself like at home in my folks' place watching that on like Dial-M-TV in like 88 or 89. It's possible. When, yeah. I, when I think of the metal genre, I, th- I think Enough's Enough should have been a little bit bigger than they were. Yeah? Yeah, sort of. I mean, they definitely weren't as big as Poison. I mean, you know. I, listen. And yeah, he's right. Going on that first album cover alone. I hate Poison. But yeah. you can't deny their hair metalness. <laughs> That's true. And Brett was as hair metal as they get. All right. It's Moving gonna, on. It's gonna, I mean, he's it's been dedicated to the look. effort to beat Brett Michaels. He's taken, he's taken the look so seriously that even in his baldness, <laughs> he if, has found wigs to match the look. <laughs> If, if, that's true. If there that's were, really going out of your way to be hair metal, to stick with the hair metal yeah. look, right? If is there were, not? if there were a Mount Rushmore of metal, Brett might be on it. But he would he have been. the would he have the bandana on? <laughs> no, I think if it was a, a hair metal Mount Rushmore, he would have to have this spiked up frizzed out hair. All right, Just I'm going to go fair. with Brett. All right, all right, good. Moving on, Brett, it is. All right, uh, the finger gymnastics this, this region. Be, this should be easy, too. This should be a pretty easy one, I think. Although, the number two seed, Joey Tempest of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Up against the number 15 seed, John Bon Jovi. I think you can guess the band. Woo! 
You know what? This is tougher than it seems. I think initially you say, come on, John Bon Jovi all day, every day. They were the biggest thing going on. But at the same time, John Bon Jovi always wanted to be Bruce Springsteen. And John Bon Jovi really, as soon as it was okay for him to not look and act metal, has not looked and acted metal. I don't know. Can I just put that out there? I, I just think of John Bon Jovi as hair metal. Yeah, up. that's uh, that's almost bigger than Brett Michaels as as far as embodying. If hair metal were poison ivy, John would be covered from head to toe. <laughs> He'd be an itchy motherfucker. And just think back in the day. Could do. I think second album, yes, he was going a little more Bruce, but uh, he hit a stride with the hair metal shit. Like what we're listening to of, right now. Think of Slippery When Wet. Yeah. yeah. That is a hair metal It is. I, I can't yeah, argue I mean, with that. I'm just trying to, st- I'm, you know, I'm trying to make it a little bit more interesting. an argument where we yeah, really yeah, Joey well. was, but the sheer hugeness of Bon Jovi and what they did trumps. It's hard. Yeah. It overshadows, Europe. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So can we get even, a little? I don't even can think we get that, a little Europe? I mean, I don't even think that on this one we really need a I don't think final we need countdown off of ah. iTunes, Ira. <laughs> I think we just need. You messed up my pun I had there. I'm sorry. My, do my it, whole do it again. Final countdown thing. You messed up my start of the song. I thought no, that we was, could do it. I was going to talk about you know we we're talking about voting, and I was going to say we don't really need a final countdown. I agree. Uh, you know, but it's not funny now. Well, you're maybe right. it wasn't to begin with. But can we do? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> We've had too many drinks. I was thinking Bon Jovi. Actually, what we really need to sing is uh, <laughs> the one name that you could make into five sil- uh, syllables. Oh, Gary. <laughs> That's true. Let's just enjoy Let's do this for a second. It's very dramatic. Is this more hair metal than Living on a Prayer or One Dead or Alive? I don't think no. it's even close. This, this is, is almost very, this, this is almost prog rockish. Yeah, this is very European, <laughs> right? It is actually it's very European, and it your European I mean, metal was always always had more of a connection to classical. Like this music. could almost be a Zappa tune. I, I could hear Ingve shredding over this. Well, Ingve, yes, Peaches and Regalia, like one of those. Yeah. Hello, this is Ingve. This is your motherfucker. Ingve, Ingve, never play on this single song. Ingve, settle down. We said almost. It's just reminiscent. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> oh guys, excuse me, hold on, I just gotta take off my shirt. <coughs> Let me unbuckle my jeans. Oh, what happened there? I think Brian just sprang a leak. <laughs> oh people. <laughs> people settled back. This is almost too listen to the smooth sounds of Europe. Roller skating rink. This is almost two seventies, isn't it? I mean, I don't know what year this it's was, 80s. but it is. But it's big fat eighties. Those those nineteen eighty seven tones. Yeah. yeah. If you played this for somebody in ni- in nineteen seventy seven, they'd be like, no. "Those sounds must come from outer space." No. <laughs> this would fit right in. 
It's like air supply. Hey, you ready? It's air supply. Oh, wait. The pre-chorus, I forgot. All right, everybody, come on. Join in with us. Oh, it's four syllables, not five. Four syllables. That's how you turn two into four. Oh, God bless America. All right, let's move on. Let's move. We're almost to the end, my friends. Back to the spinning sticks region. Riches Sambora, the number two seed from John Bon Jovi's group Bon Jovi. Up against the drummer of Guns N' Roses, Steven Adler at the number 15 seed. This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. This is a tough one. This is a little tricky. I think I know where I'm going, but I could be swayed. These are both guys, to me, who they just couldn't help themselves. <laughs> you know, I mean, they were just on a collision course and with, they were with just headed down that road. Yeah. You know, oh, like, like, like Richie now. He's out of the band because he's such a drunk. Is he out of the band? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. They got a guy from L.A. named Phil Axe to take his place. Wow. That's big news. I didn't even know. He was. Too I don't know. There's something about John Bon Jovi. He hasn't seemed happy since like 1989. Really? He just seems like depressed to me all the time. Every time I see him, he seems so like forced. Oh, serious, he's very or concerned depressed. about the world and yeah. you know the people in it, and he doesn't seem like he takes any joy in life. And being fucking John Bon Jovi. Sometimes philanthropists he are some, He suppressed. sometimes seems as if he's embarrassed of his success. Yes. Because it, you know, like you said, he really would like to be Bruce Springsteen. Right. But Bruce Springsteen and wrote, regarded. wrote Born to Run, and he did She's a Little Runaway. <laughs> good. And it's... That's pretty good. And That's Bruce, right off the top. Bruce, Bruce won that competition. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you know. She's a little runaway. You know we're this all big. Great song, we're all big though. Howard Stern fans. The first time I ever heard Howard Stern was in 1985. I mean, he wrote all this stuff, right? So, and Howard was playing for something. Howard was playing this song, or, or he was playing "She's a Little Runaway" on the radio station, yeah. and he was yeah. singing along with it as he used to do. And I remember yeah. thinking, "Who the hell is this weird guy?" She's a little runaway. is a great tune yeah can't argue with that no all right so well here we are with not john bon jovi richie sambor <laughs> i almost have to throw a, i mean toss a coin on this one i don't know i mean stephen adler in a way i mean they were both drunks they both been to rehab 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 probably 15 times each stephen um, adler's like fucking speech is literally what's better now it's a lot better now yeah. It's like a non-contest. I feel like really? they're both not too hair metal, these guys. Right? I, I think I'm going Steven Adler. I don't know. I don't know. Now, I have to go Richie just based on the fact that he was in Bon Jovi, and Bon Jovi is just a bigger hair metal band. Don't, don't leave this one to me. Yes, I'm leaving it to you. I'm going Steven because Steven had bigger hair. He was 
always fucking smiling like he was Convince like me. he was I need completely fucking high during every performance. Richie kind of went dark sunglasses, cowboy hat. It's like he kind of wanted to be something else. You know, he went with the frosted tips later on, you know, the big leather coats. I feel like Steven Adler might have been one of the more metal dudes in Guns N' Roses. The more happy-go-lucky, freewheeling, just party, have a good time, forget the consequences kind of guys. Whereas Richie Sambora has a little bit of a darker alcoholism to me. I don't know. Yeah. That's where I sit. I don't know. Steven Adler, I mean, he pretty much... I feel like he ruined his brain. I don't think he had one to hair metal. With. Yeah. You think what that's brain? hair metal ruining your brain? <laughs> yeah, we both took our hats off. I mean, just we being fucking happy to, to uh, be Chris wasted. Holmes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think if, if, if we look at the I, entire I, body I of work, Bon Jovi actually started doing country records. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Steven Adler just because of that. Hmm. As far as hair medalist. He never did country. Richie did some country songs. With I mean, if I just think about it, if I just think of, like, their image, like, if I just look at them, I picture Steven Adler, no shirt, tight pants, big hair, True. smile on his face, just fucking dumb. From the Welcome to the Jungle video, yeah. which was the yeah. only video where they looked hair metal. <laughs> right. So, yeah. can but you that's accept what I'm picturing. that? That's what I'm picturing. All right. I'll, but I'll, I think that he was always that. Let me say this. Have you heard? Uh, Richie Sambora came out with a solo record just recently. Yeah. And he was on something. I heard him. And they played some of his songs. And they sound exactly like just 80s Bon Jovi songs. Right. So for that reason, he's still doing that. That's, that's how he knows how to write. Richie, Listen, Richie was Steven Adler corny. And for me, that goes a long way in hair metaldom. <laughs> Steven Adler d- started a I'm band serious. called Appetite for Ste- Adler's Appetite. Adler's, Adler's Appetite. appetite yeah. I mean, trying to hold on to that yeah, thing well, that was that's just making so mo- that's 80s. just a money making. Oh, well, I mean, you know. All right, I'm going Richie. Thing. You guys, you guys do it. I'm Adler, but I, you know, I'm definitely not going to lose any sleep over this. Come on, Turbo. I don't think either of these guys are staying long in the competition. I'm, I'm changing my mind. I'm going to go with Richie. All right. Do it. All right. Let's do it. We're done. No, we're not. We got one more match. Well, I mean with that. Oh, okay. And Ira's correct. Back to the wannabe Richie Region was four. just overall bigger. He was dating Heather. What was her name? Locklear. Heather Locklear yeah. and all that. Hey, I, like I said, I am losing. He was a very seat. notorious character. Down to the wannabe. Down to the wannabe Region. region and ending it all off. We could not let this tournament go by without having our good friends from Great White stop in. Drop in. Stop by. (laughs) One of those. The number two seed, Jack Russell, lead singer of Great White. Up against Razzle, the number 15 seed. The dearly departed Razzle. You know, I read. From Hanoi Rocks. You're talking about the dark side of hair metal. I mean, that. This yeah, one this, is pretty much this is it. way dark. We're way we're dark. ending on a real dark. Yeah, this here. is dark against dark. Honestly, here I got to go with Jack. Whew. I think it was more. I don't. I don't know. Wow. You I know, don't know much about Razzle. I mean, that was uh, Hanoi right. Rocks. Right. Rocks. 
Great White had that thing where they really kind of did seem like a blues rock band. You know, yeah. they were kind of like, you know, did. they always well, had that blues thing. The guitar player was more of a bluesy player. And what Jack, was his name? Mark Jack Russell, yeah, Mark uh, Kendall. I mean, yeah. they were more of a musician's hair metal band. And Jack Russell well, had those awful bangs. That's yeah. true. That was silly looking. That was bad. Razzle looked more metal. Looked way more metal. He definitely yeah. had the look. And he fucking died in a car crash, you know, in yeah. a blaze of glory. Well, <laughs> with the lead singer with the lead of Molly Crew. Molly Crew. I mean, my God. That's hair metal. Whew. I'm going to go with Jack Russell just because I don't want to think about Razzle anymore. It brings it. It brings the show down. Well, thinking about Great White, it depresses yeah, me I mean, too. Think about Great White and that the fire. And I the, know. Uh, don't even. Room. Don't even bring it up. Okay. Well, well I'm going to go with Razzle because I don't want to think about Jack White anymore. And do we have <laughs> to end on this one? This is a depressing one. I know. It's, this is the all way, way around. This is the way the cards fell. Let's I just guess. all be adults about it. I guess if we, if we would have done your Pretty method, I, I, di- think, I think Razzle's death in some way was more more hair metal, hair metal, but also. Well, Jack Russell's not dead. No, but <laughs> lots of his fans are. Oh, jeez. Right. I'm going, I'm going Razzle. I'm the going na- Razzle, too. The name, really? the look, yeah. and yeah, the way he, the he went. And Jack Russell just wasn't... The, you're right. Let's go with Razzle. I'll go they with were Razzle, too. They were two blues rock. Hey, we're unanimous on one. All right. Oh. Sorry, Jack. This was a really cool tune, though. Oh, yeah. It was a great tune, great cover. Well, all right. So that's it, huh? That's it, baby. All right, well, wrap it up, As Ryan. a quick recap, in yeah, the high-pitch whale quick. region, we've got the number one seed, Bobby Dahl, moving on against the number nine seed, Bobby Blotzer, drummer from Rat. We've got the number 12 seed, Mick Brown, drummer from Dokken, moving on against Mick Mars, a Mick-on-Mick Mick action. Number four seed from Motley Crue. We've got the number 11 seed, Steve Vai, up against Juan Crocier, the helicoptering bass player from Rat, number 14 seed. <laughs> and to finish things off in that high-pitched whale region, we have one of the highest-pitching whales there was, Ozzy Osbourne, the number 7 seed, up against Brett Michaels, the pretty boy from Poison. In the finger gymnastics region, we've got Rob Halford facing off against Stephen Piercy. No intros needed. Don Dockin will face off against Jeff Keith from Tesla. Ingve Malmsteen, the number 11 seed, will go up against George Lynch, the guitar player Shredder from Dockin. And the number 10 seed, Nikki Six, will face John Bon Jovi to finish that bracket off. In the Spinning Sticks region, we've got David Lee Roth, the number one seed, up against Kevin Dubrow, or Dubrow, Dubrow. whether you're from the East Coast or the West Coast. From Quiet Riot, we've got the number 12 seed, Robin Crosby, guitar player from Rat, up against Joe Elliott, the lead singer of Def Leppard. Boo. Moving on in, 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 uh, 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 what would the word be I'm looking for? In Dispute. What? Boycotted by oh, Tim yeah. El- by Tim Butler. The Me number six that. seed Kip Winger will face the number fourteen seed Ricky Rackett. Not Ricky Rackman. <laughs> Ricky Rackman. The number ten seed Steve Clark from Def Leppard will go up against the guitar slinger from Bon Jovi, Sam Bora. Sam Bora. 
And the number one seed, CC Division. I'm sorry, that ends the spinning sticks region. Yes, the now moving on to the Wannabes region, the number one seed, CC Deville, up against the nine seed, Gary Chiron, lead singer of Extreme. The number 12 seed, Sebastian Bach, no introduction needed, up against the number 13 seed, Tommy Lee. The number 11 seed, Janie Laid, lead singer of Warren, up against Warren D. Warren D. Martini from Rat. And then the number nine seed, Nuno Betancourt, will face the number 15 seed. No, not the number nine seed. The number four seed, Nuno Betancourt, will face the number 15 seed, Razzle, from Hanoi Rocks. Uh, seven. Well, seven seed. You're right. I apologize. Looking into the future, the... Uh, oh, no. Don't start. Yes. I'm not going to start, but I'm just saying we've got a matchup of Sebastian Bach against Tommy Lee. Wow. That's yeah, those gonna, are heavy hitters. That's going to take a while to decide that one. Yeah, that won't be easy. Well, this wraps up part one of Hair Metal Madness 5, ladies and gentlemen, 2014. I think you mean part one of Hair, Hair Metal, Metal Madness. Cinco. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't share the studio with this. Uh, this, is number, this is number five for real? This yeah, is number five. Five yeah. years oh, we've been doing this. Go. What's the matter well, with technically us? we've been doing it for four years, but where does the time go? Yeah, All right, well, listen, I'm wrapping up. Okay, thank you for listening. This is Two Faces Radio. Whatever happened to uh, what? He was wrapping. If you got up. things to say. No, I'm, I'm getting oh, there. Okay. All right, Just relax for a second. My name right, is Ira Malkin. That's Turbo Tim Butler over there. Brian McClenning. and uh, we are Two Faces Radio. Even though we're three of us. Thanks for listening. This is part one. Stay tuned for part two. Uh, part two. Part two coming relatively soon. Part two. Part day. <laughs> yeah. When we can find the time. No, we'll have it up for you uh, pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so, but it's going to take you forever to listen to this one. So there's no rush. Listen to it, you know, on your commute. Don't hold your breath. While you're working out. Don't while you're cutting the breath. lawn. You can listen to it in sections. You know, we've gone for uh, three hours here. So beautiful. All right. Uh, we will see you next time. And uh, as we always like to say, if you're talking for three plus hours like a bunch of jagers, like we are, <laughs> and none of it is getting recorded. If you take your hair metal way, way too, too seriously. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing it's you need to remember to do is, for our preferences, save, save it, it for, for the, the show. show. My gypsy road can't take me home. Drive all night just to see the light. That would be Johnny Cash doing gypsy My road. gypsy road won't take me home. That's pretty good Johnny Cash right there. <laughs> I never noticed that. It, it sounds like he's about to laugh all the time. I never realized that's how you do Johnny Cash. You get the voice right, and then you just sound like you're just on the brink of laughter. Of, of, yeah. I just had a visual of, of him actually seeing it that way. <laughs> hey, he did Hurt. Why wouldn't he do Gypsy That's Right? He also did um, Rusty Cage by Soundgarden. Yeah. Have you ever heard that one? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be doing this little tune by those fellas from Cinderella. <laughs> Me and Tom Kiefer go way back. <laughs> he was almost part of the highway, man. 
Two Faces Radio.